Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in, one and all. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast for yet another day. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Just crazy. Appreciate you guys being here. What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yes. Getting back to nerd, nerdy math today. That's what we're doing. Welcome in. And uh, let's find out who all is joining us live on our stage, Bubba Joe. In a traditional talking track server sound off. You guys hit it. And let's see what's going on. Mighty Croc kicking us off today on server eight. Appreciate you being here. Sir Tail on 36. Veritas Absoluta on server 43. Noon Whistle on server 29. Zandy's the Great on server 12. Camp and Q on the fence on server 57. Uh, Notorious on European 184. Bad Boy on 13. Aquila Hawk on server 21. Commander Taylor joins us today from server 46. Gator on 28. Silverhawk on 49. Petey on 63. Dekix. The world's most infamous free-to-play grinder inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Bubba Joe has unlocked Ops 53. Dude, dude knows no, no limits, man. He's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> oh, I would know. Uh, Devil in the Belfry on server 14. Welcome in. And Hani on 10 and 23. Sores on 157. King Kirky on 181. Royal Power on 36. Beaver Beaver on 181. Officer Soto on uh, European 167. Welcome, Sal. On 49. Yagadia on server 77. Virtual Army on European 135. The Web on server 56. Johnny 5 on server 44. Welcome. Clapping at Kirk on server 9. Uh, Piano Man on server 11. Bad Boy is listening live from server 13. Uncle Brisket on 63. Appreciate it. Benny Hill's Ghost on server 42. Iron Man on 34. A Fox on European 134. Shady Pines on 27 and 29. Beans and Snots on the Great 78. Ain't Games on 52. Forever Eagle on 45. Mitt from uh, says hello from LDU on server 9. Appreciate it. Uh, Stony Dude is here as well. Mimi is here. Silvis is here. Jamie is here. Counselor Half. Uh, Cobain, and so many more. 100, golly, 195 additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys so very much for being here, uh, as is the other 336, Bubba Joe, in our live so you're studio audience. You're surprised that there's 100 more messages, but it's not 100, it's almost 200. And you're like, you're, you're like, 100. And you're like, no, it's almost 200. It's like an astonishing number of additional messages. It is true. Oh, Bad Boy says I've read his name twice. Well, pff, shame on you <laughs> for posting it twice. I can't remember. Like, it's it's literally, it's, you know, Bubba, you had mentioned at, at a time way back when, when you actually uh, did a studio show for us. You did a show, but, um, like, without necessarily, like, the sound effects, the soundboard and stuff, but you did a studio show. You tried to do uh, a server sound off, and you're like, man, I have no idea, like, how he's able to, like, read and talk and do all this stuff at the same time like and and it's weird because to me it's almost like a second nature but it is it is it, it like goes in the ear processes through the brain comes out the mouth and there is no recollection of anything that actually happened in between right like <laughs> so i read i read the name and i just go on it's almost like i'm i'm like a 
uh, a circuit board, Bubba Joe. It's just like I'm a transistor. It comes through, goes right back out, and that's it. I got no memory of anything else that happens. So if I read your name twice, then pfft, shame on you for posting it twice. Uh, now what's going to happen, Bubba Joe, is everybody's going to start posting multiple times just to see if it happens. And I, I, can't, I can't keep up with it. Yeah, Griffin, radio brain is a thing. Okay, like that's a real thing. Radio Brain exists. Uh, welcome. Appreciate you guys all being here. Bubba Joe, uh, thank you for being here. We do have a nice packed audience, uh, up to 349 now in the live studio audience. So I appreciate you guys all being here. We've got a lot to get to. And, and I did see this comment. Now, you know, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf, Bubba Joe. I am almost always late. Okay, always late. Um, I could explain that there's always a reason uh, to get, you know, that I'm late. Um, but today I was actually here on time, ready to go in the studio. Y'all heard the music playing, the announcement had been posted. You're right, Kirk. I'm going to give you the most heartbreaking exp excuse that I can. Do you, do you want to come here or do you want to go lay down? You want to just say hi? Okay. You can do that. My, I, I think I told you guys that, huh? You you can get just type Roblox. <laughs> so so I think I told you guys maybe on a previous show that Oliver DJs came down with strep throat. Well, buddy, we've been having a hard time kicking it. All right, we actually thought we were having a good morning because uh, he woke up without a fever and everything was good. So uh, we went out and uh, and got a little bit of breakfast. We went and picked up. You guys seen these dogs versus squirrels? You guys seen these in the stores? What is, what is dogs versus squirrels? This is a new thing, apparently. Uh, do you, do you want to tell them about dogs versus squirrels? Or are you not feeling well? Dogs versus squirrels has been happening since the beginning of dogs and squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Okay, fine. Maybe it has, Karkin. But now they've made toys out of it. Okay? Now, and, and you know, here's the next thing. Since when is it fun for children to get surprise toys. Like when you go to the store, and they do this, they do it with the Kinder eggs, they do it with the, these like dinosaur eggs that you got to melt things, you know, and, they, and you reveal the toy that's inside. There's a Minecraft one one time. Man, that one was miserable. There was a toy hidden inside this incredibly hard cube of like rock, and, and it gave you this plastic little pickaxe, and you had to mine your toy out of it. Okay, like you had, what? <laughs> you you, you had to actually chip away the rock just to get your daggone toy out of it. So th these kids are liking this stuff. So dogs versus squirrels is the same thing. There's there's like 62 characters in this series. Uh, there's like, fi what, 50, 53 dogs, only nine squirrels. F 52 dogs and nine squirrels in this collection. And, and for whatever reason, it's suddenly cool. It's suddenly cool to be collecting dogs versus squirrels. So now anytime we go out, we've got, to, we've got to get a dog versus squirrels. But it comes in a pack, and you don't know what's inside. It comes in like a foil pack. You've got to open it up. You've got no clue what's inside. So we, how, many, how many dogs do you have now? Like 12, 13, 15, 19? You, he's got 19, and we have yet to get a freaking squirrel. <laughs> we got 19 dogs can't get a freaking squirrel to save our lives there's not been a single squirrel we bought 19 of these daggone packs 
All right. Uh, that's right. They're Tip, the new Cabbage Patch dolls. Yeah, Tip says we're just starting them on, on Ultra Recruit tokens early is what it is. That's exactly it. That's what this is. They're doing this. All right, so we're, we're trying to go through, and we're, we're he's and, – and but – Check the back of the package. Does it say scope? But, but <laughs> – Are they okay. branching out? Well, no, and this was the story, okay? So he – the story was like, I got on a tangent. Shocking. He um, <laughs> is sick. He's got strep throat. We thought we kicked it this morning. We went out a little bit while we were at Walmart. He's like, Daddy, I'm getting cold. I'm like, Oh hell! All right, we've been fighting a fever for three days. Daddy, I'm getting cold, and and I feel him, and I'm like, Oh my god, he's burning up. So we get back home. I take his temperature. It's back up to 100 degrees. I lay him down, and and he's going to take a nap. So then I'm like, okay, well, listen, I'm going to go do the show while you take a nap. If you need anything, you can call me or you can come get me. I'm literally, like, it, I said I was going to go on at, what, 3 or 4.26 or whatever, 4.27, 4.26 and a half. He comes out, and he's like, Dad, Dad, I need my, what is it? My jiggly puff. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, I need my jiggly puff. This Gotta kid, catch them all. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Too. This kid collects everything. Okay, he collects <laughs> everything. So, so I go inside and I get this jiggly puff that that we got for him here. I guess a couple weeks, months ago, or whatever. It's a what do they call this? A squishmallow? Is that what it is? What is this? <laughs> you have to melt that down too. It's no. This is huge. Okay, th th <laughs> this is massive. The, you want to you want to send them a picture? Here, show here. Hold it up. I'll send him a picture. Hold it up over there. All right, and let's show them your jiggly puff. All right, <laughs> things you should never say in public. All right, um, mm. so, <laughs> there we go. So this is jiggly puff. I'm going to put it in the graphics room for you here, real quick. And uh, so he comes out. He's not feeling well, and he says, "Daddy, I need my jiggly puff." So I go and and. So then I just start another song. That's why I ended up being late. I had to run inside. I had to get Jigglypuff. Then I came back out here. I tucked him in again. Tucked him in. He's got a fan. He's got his iPad. Now he's got Jigglypuff. I start the show. Before the show open is even done, he's down here. He <laughs> just won't, won't hold still. Won't hold still. So, yeah, he's not feeling well. He still has a fever. I've got him on Tylenol. I've got him on ibuprofen. And boy still has a fever. We just cannot kick it. So did you put uh, him on ice? Uh, it's not high enough for for an ice bath yet, dude. The other day he did. The other day he had to take a bath, a cold bath. He, he was his fever was one hundred and three. We just can't we can't yeah, seem to kick this daggone thing. So he's not feeling well. Uh, either myself or Mrs. DJ has been home with him all week, and and it looks like we're going to be home again tomorrow, which is unfortunate because this is his last week of school. Friday is his last day, so he hasn't got to see his friends and things like that. It's just it's not been good. You haven't gotten to see your friends since last Friday, right? No. No. Can, How's he going to get his yearbook signed? You know, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Did you get a yearbook? <laughs> What's a yearbook? <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> All right. Guess not. That might not be a thing anymore. Did, um, did he get his Facebook page signed, maybe? Did, I don't know. Did you is have, that what they're doing now? No, he doesn't have that either. Do you know what a yearbook is? No. <laughs> you know what Facebook is? <laughs> no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> All right, so How about MySpace. Yes, sir. It's told me I can sign up. You have to. I don't know what your. You know what though? I you know what? I brought your iPad out and it's charged. Why don't you just play Roblox on the iPad? That would be easier. Because I mean, I, I'm I'm on the air. Like the the. Do you see it? Look. Do you see the light? The light means maybe we're they can on sign his air. iPad. 
The light means we're on the air. <laughs> I've got a light. <laughs> you can't turn the light off. No, you can't turn the light off. I'm on the I'm on the air. The light stays on. <laughs> he means if he turns off the light, does that mean that I'm off the air? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. Oh, the DJ's right, you're on the air. I, yeah, I gotta, I gotta do this now. Okay, are you good? Are you having any kind of hallucinations or anything? Okay, very good. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. I, I know, 15 minutes late, then 15 minutes telling you why I'm late. I was just trying to, was trying to provide a little content, but it's my boy. It's my boy. He wanted a jiggly puff. Okay, now you tell me how many you guys out there are gonna look dead ass in the eye. Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. You're gonna look your little boy <laughs> in the eye, and you're gonna, and he's gonna say, "Daddy, I want a jiggly puff." And you guys are gonna be like, "Beat it!" <laughs> How many of you guys are gonna say, "Beat it"? All right. Does that, um, did Daddy say, "Beat it"? He said, I "What would. did he say?" He said, "No." <laughs> he said, "Give me a minute. I'll go get you jiggly." I actually was gonna send him inside to get it, and I'm like, "Oh man, if I had a hundred degree fever, I wouldn't want to move either." So I was like, "I'll go get it." Uh, in other news, stupid <laughs> no. Yeah, it's and the hits just keep on coming. The hits just keep on rolling. Welcome to WUDJZ. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, feel you it know now. What? No, that's five letters, right? It would be WDJZ. WDJZ, welcome in there to your go. morning news. This Friday, expected to be the busiest airport travel day since the pandemic began. Travel experts are saying that more people will be flying this Friday than they have on any other day since before the outbreak of COVID-19. So if you're traveling, make sure that you get yourself to the airport early enough. Give yourself time to check a bag, grab a drink, make sure that you can navigate to the appropriate terminal, get through security, and start multiple fistfights with fellow passengers. <laughs> that's, that's apparently a thing here lately. Uh, a Florida... <laughs> oh, this, is, this is terrible. A Florida man... This is tragic. A Florida man lost his arm, Mark, after he was uh -huh. attacked by an alligator at a local bar. Like this, we had a we had a joke like a week or two ago. Did, did um, the alligator not pay his tab or no, something? No, we had a joke like a week or two ago where like that. What was it? Like a fox or something just walked into a mm. bar and pooped in somebody's beer, and yeah, now and now true. alligators are, are coming Florida into the bar. Too? That was That's like a, I think Florida that was too. in New Zealand or something. Okay, uh, this is crazy. So this alligator walks into a bar and and attacks a guy, loses his arm. Usually. <laughs> Usually it sounds it, like a Florida thing. Yeah. I mean, luckily, thank goodness, luckily there was a bar patron there to give this guy a hand. That was good. During a recent podcast interview. <laughs> Sorry, I cracked myself up with that one. During a recent podcast interview, Sylvester Stallone's daughters, Sistine and Sophia, said that their dad writes their breakup texts, like with their boyfriends or, or whatever, that, that Sylvester what? Stallone writes the breakup test. I, listen, I feel a little bit awkward about that. Getting, getting your dad involved in your love life seems like there could be a lot of things that could go wrong. I mean, I could totally, I could totally see that situation getting a little rocky. Oh, <laughs> 
Wow, I should have seen that one coming. Yeah, you really should have. Like that was. Now where are you going? That's on me. Where are you going now? Oh, you want to kiss? Oh, nah. Again, I could listen. I could be performing heart surgery. All Aww. right, it, it doesn't. Where are you going? Where are you going? You going back in the house? Are you going to lay down? <laughs> like I'm done with you now. Okay. All right. I could be doing. Silvis. He just wanted to give you your strep, some strep throat. Yeah, that's possible. Personal delivery. It's possible, but it. So he says, "I want to give you a kiss." I'm not gonna. What? Who says no to that? I have been taking vitamin. Uh, what do they call that? Emergency. I've been taking mm, emergency. That's good stuff. I've been taking that just to, to keep myself keep myself healthy. Uh, let's see. Not just for breakfast anymore. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Recent video footage uh, shows an impatient uh, customer pull a semi-automatic handgun on an ATM user. Um, apparently, this also happened in the state of Florida. If you're at a Florida ATM, listen, just public service announcement. If you're at a Florida ATM, you're going to have to be patient. There's a lot of people down there that have a hard time counting by increments of 20. Just wait your turn. Okay? Hang on. The victim says he was trying to. Still lives in Florida. Victim says he was trying to make a deposit at a drive-through ATM when an unknown man pulled up behind him in a black Cadillac sedan and started blowing his horn. Guy uh, sounds like a huge jerk. So uh, we can assume that he did, in fact, have New York plates. <laughs> Japanese ice cream brand Celato. Celato? I thought it was Gelato. Is that not a? So this is a Japanese ice cream brand called Celato. Mm -hmm has apparently set a Guinness World Record for the most expensive ice cream on the market, selling for approximately $6,700 per serving. $6,700 per serving. It's a ton of money to be spent on any single product. Um, however, <laughs> decision makers at Scopely Gaming World International Headquarters Unlimited LLC Partnership just laughed and were heard muttering, <laughs> Amateurs and ladies and gentlemen, that is just stupid news. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. What's the serving size on that? Do you have to fill a dumpster? I got no idea. I got no idea. But is uh, it special milk from someone, some celebrity or something? I wanted to make sure. I, I really cows. did want to make sure that that nobody. Uh, from Scopely was was listening to that particular news story because I'm afraid Scan I'm afraid they'd actually scan the audience. Uh, no, quick. apparently this dessert is made from a number of rare ingredients. Uh, this is the serious part of the news: rare ingredients including edible <laughs> gold leaf, white truffle, and over mm. five natural exotic cheeses. That's uh, that's what it says is in in the ice cream. Uh, no, I'm not. That's not Jesus? cheese. Cheese. Yeah, five. Exotic in, cheeses. In the ice cream. In the ice cream, yeah. So uh, okay. there's that. Beaver Beaver <laughs> is giving me a uh, giving me a two out of ten and calls it generous. Yikes. Rough, rough crowd today. I mean, seriously, I thought the, the alligator There's no please in some people. I thought the alligator joke was fantastic. And and uh, the Rocky joke? I mean, good. Anyway, welcome in. Old. Uh <laughs> it, it is. Alligator to... walks into a bar, bartender says, Why the long face? So he bites his arm off. <laughs> I think you missed the punchline. Thank you. Yeah, right, there you go. You, you got it. Uh appreciate it. Uh welcome uh, in everybody. I appreciate you guys being here. My name one is One more time with Ult feeling. Ultimate DJs. <laughs> Uh, That's on <laughs> Royal power. He says, I don't know about y'all, but I think the alligator joke got a little out of hand. <laughs> bum, bum, 
welcome. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. Yet. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, we are talking Trek Live. Appreciate you guys all. Welcome in. Uh, of course, you've heard the sultry sounds of Captain Mark. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Karkin, oh, uh, sultry, piping that's in. something. Yeah, Karkin has piped in as well. <laughs> Steven not Aaron. nothing. Steven Zarin <laughs> is underneath a tractor trailer, and Putz is teaching college-age students how to do basic addition. Also on our stage, ladies and gentlemen, from Server 24, Bubba Joe is here. Where? I don't know. Where? Hiding out somewhere. He's in an undisclosed location. Always an undisclosed location. Always <laughs> hiding out. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in quite some time, hopefully settled in to her new abode, adjusting to her new lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen, Trucking Chick is here. What are you doing? TC. Hi, guys. TC is here. I'm in Dallas. Figured I'd say hi to everybody. How are you? <laughs> like, are you settling in? Things going well? I bet your life's been absolutely crazy the last couple of months, huh? I've been traveling 90% of the time. Ugh, I've slept in hotels this year more than I have my own bed. Like, oh. I think it has cobwebs. It's it's sad. Very sad. <laughs> it's, it's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> I go I go home and I open up the pantry and there's like a the third of a pack of saltine crackers and a and um, oh an unopened the can of... Bringing groceries to my kids. <laughs> know my name. When I place the order, they're like, Listen, I'm, not, I'm not even home. I'm not even home, but I'm going to door dash you guys some groceries. All right, don't worry about anything. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's very sad. I know they're they're gonna get they're gonna get to know the DoorDasher on a first name basis. You better watch out. One of these days, one of them's gonna be like, "Daddy, uh, you know, like, <laughs> is that you? Oh wow, is that wow. you, Dad? That's not bad. Uh, no, listen, he better keeps than he the mail, man. keeps bringing food. All right, keeps bringing food. He's checking on him, making sure they're safe. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Right. Wait, and Johnny says he can beat me on hotel stays. This Ooh, year, I smell a challenge Ooh, coming on. I know. I gotta. Ooh, yeah. How do I find it? How about my wallet? Is it my wallet? No, it's profile. I, I, wait, you're you're all oh, you're gonna okay. We'll do this. We'll, we'll yeah, do this. we're gonna do this. Yeah. Okay. And honey, we'll do it live. We're we're doing it live. And honey. All right. And honey, time to put up or shut up. All right. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. Here's how we're gonna do this. Just to make sure everybody's not cheating. All right, uh, chick. You PM me yes. the number of hotel overnight stays that you've had, and uh, yeah. and we'll have and honey posted in the general chat. Or you could PM me too. That way, that way, like we've got actual answers, and then I'll I'll read both answers, and we will award. Uh, the prize for the uh, the most home abandonment issues uh, <laughs> for for people who had just cannot stay at home. Um, uh, the content just writes itself. I know. It's kind of just. I will take a picture of my status. How's oh that? yeah. See that way, there's no room for misinterpretation. Except you're sending it to me, and I can't read. But you know, we'll do our best. And honey, waiting on you, buddy. And honey, waiting on your number. All right. Uh, and then and then. Uh, Let's, the chat says, "Oh wait, is there a prize?" Yeah, um, you know what? What what, what prize should a prize? What prize should we give? You know what? Right now, and Hani versus TC, I'll give a prize. What should it be? Um, do do you want me? What do you think, Bubba Joe? You're paying for it, so what do you think? <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> what what should I'm paying great. for it? Um, Automatically, sure. gets I I am I am busy doing things this month. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean, which just means that you've you're busy, and so you need someone to manage your money for you. I volunteer. Um, so wow. you know, yeah, you know what? Retrieving that's what we'll do. 
That's exactly what we'll do right now. And Hani versus TC, the winner of the most stays, uh, the most nights away from home. I will, uh, I will right now. I will award a fifty dollars DoorDash gift card too. How's that? Is that fair? <laughs> Is that fair? All right. That way. That way. That way, trucking. That way, trucking chicks, childs, uh, child, childs, uh, can childs. continue to eat groceries. All right. They continue to have groceries. All right. And uh, and we'll see. Uh, and Hani says, "Give mine to charity if I win." Oh, you're sweet. All right. Uh, yes. I bet a Hello Fresh box. Send it on over. I can't message you. I can't send message it, you. I no, bet yeah, no. Send it to my normal feline of nine. You can't message Oliver DJs. I've got it blocked oh, off. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Captain Planet says that's actually pretty good. They could spend it on a lick of that new ice cream. All right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Fifty dollar uh, DoorDash Tastes gift card. Good. Listen, I'm not. I'm not opening it up to anybody else. This was just the challenge, and Honey threw down the gauntlet, and now we're gonna see. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. All right. I've got the number. Oof. Oof. That's a lot. That's a lot. And Honey. Come on, come on, man. Okay, is that it? <laughs> nope. Hmm. As the show grinds to a halt. I, I know. We got, we got I mean, this is great radio. <laughs> what was, what was the name here? Send, send it here. Send it to my feline of non-account, all right? Not the stage account. Send it to my, my feline account. All right. Uh, what if they tie? <clears throat> then I'll give them each a $10 gift card and, uh, and $30 processing and handling fees. Go to the house. <laughs> Mm. All right, and honey. Oh, see now, I don't even know That's what that means. That's not even for Vegas. All right, Bubba Joe, I need a judge's. I, I need a judge to help out here, okay? Because because <laughs> and honey just sent me his, uh, his. Is points. it really a tie? He sent me his points. Oh, oh points! Oh, we we're talking points. Yeah, he sent me points. Chick sent me nights. Oh, yeah. I've spent. I've, oh, okay. I've and Hani says wrong one. He said wrong one. Hang on. I think he was just trying to show off for a second. Honestly, I think it's. <laughs> I mean, I can give you my Delta Miles points. That'll make you blink, Hani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. I really, I really need to move on here. Yes, wrong currency. Somebody's going to Hawaii. It was the wrong currency. <laughs> Right. Clearly, we ha- clearly we have too many currencies in this game. <laughs> there's there's way too many currencies involved in this contest. All right, the process is simple. Uh, okay, let's see. What do we got here? Oh, oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have the official results here now in front of me. Antony wins. I've got the official results. Oh, oh, sorry. Hang on. Hold on. Screeching to a halt. <laughs> Hold on. He he only sent me his Marriott uh, night. He, he also, he says, hang on. The Hilton is incoming. So now I got to oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now you have to do math. Now, do now we're in trouble. Oh. Uh, and Honey has already gotten way too And Honey, you are flipping killing me here, man. Come on. We <laughs> Chick was like she had her answer in 38 minutes ago. Okay? And and yeah. Honey's like, "Well, hang on. Let me pull out my abacus and let me uh, pull up all my credit card accounts and convert my airline right. points into miles and and then I'm going to uh, translate and bank all those into the piggy bank of the Marriott points, and then we'll translate that into uh, overnight. Now we're already on day two of the show. Hey, DJ, registration is still open. I can definitely use a couple more students in my remedial math class. <laughs> is it online? Sure it is. Okay, I might think about it. Uh, it's a real school, not like the University of Phoenix. Uh, 
chick, he'll show up late all the time, but that's okay. Chick, let me ask: uh, Are the, these nights that you've sent me here? Are these uh, multiplied by a factor of your base values, no. or is this a net no. value? <laughs> okay, <no. laughs> it's gross. And honey, is, I'm is still while you're in station. I'm still or waiting. I am getting. I am getting ready to just determine the outcome of this contest based on your Marriott points and, and your Hilton points. <laughs> I love points you, are, Captain Planet. <laughs> your Hilton points aren't going like to count. Judgment call to me. I mean, Planet says I win for not making you maths. <laughs> just call it. There's there's some the truth to that. All right, I, I'm literally I, I got to give it like ten more seconds. He hasn't. No, said no, it. move on. Ten move seconds. On. Ten. Ten. It's ten. Just, yeah. Ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> 10. Benny Hills is your countdown. Nine. <laughs> 10. I lost count. Oh, did Aunt Honey? Wait, Aunt Honey conceded? What ha- when did that happen? I've been over here waiting on him. He was like, oh, never mind. I'm not going to send it. Oh, my God. All right. But how many Marriott nights did he have? So, uh, Marriott nights, he's had 22. Oh, uh, Yeah, he's had oh, 22, but he, said, but he said he's got more from the Hilton. Truck and Chick. Uh, though literally with a very healthy Bubba Joe, 58 nights this calendar year, 58 nights uh, so, away from home. Now, if we look at the are we, calendar, hang on. That's just, calendar year, that's just Marriott nights. There's only been yeah, 140. Say, is calendar yeah. year like from May 24th of last year to May 24th no. of this year? No. Or is calendar. that just 2023? 2023. 2023. Yeah. Fifty-eight yeah. nights. Uh, now, and Hani may have more. He says he's having issues getting into his Hilton account. Uh, yeah, he's having issues. All right, <laughs> uh, it's all right. All right, truck and check. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hook you up with a fifty-dollar DoorDash gift card. No, okay. yeah, not. there you go. Yes, no. yes, yes. Yep. At the very least, at the very least, that it took a good solid ten minutes of showtime. So we'll, we'll do this that. This is going on way too long. <laughs> nope. Way too long. Um. Moving on. Moving on. Bubba Joe. Uh, it was can, fun when this, we first started three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is what happens to the show. This is. You wonder how we end up having three-hour shows. This is how we end up having three-hour shows. First of all, we are only 33 minutes. One more thing. We're only 33 minutes in so far. Uh, Lady Unaleska says, I remember back in the day when this pod was about a video game. Well, uh, it is. Um, we're, we're still going to do that. All right. I blame Mark. You remember that? Yeah, I barely. <laughs> all I right. Don't. Listen, on the last show, all right, let, let's let's set the stage. The last I'm just here to derail things. Damn it, Mark. <laughs> Podmon. The last show, Bubba Sorry. Joe, you were not here. Um, and I had what it's I was because you started it at like three o'clock in the morning. It wasn't that late. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like ten o'clock. But but it was late because of work and craziness and stuff. And Sunday, don't get me off on a tangent. Sun, Monday, <laughs> Monday, I did a late show. And I had an emotional reaction to this multi-tier prime. Now, by the way, that emotional reaction has not, has not abated. All right? I still feel the way that I feel. Um, I still have not adopted it yet but the more that i've spoken with a lot of players and the more that i've actually done the math uh the more that i have actually and prepared examples for you guys here today i've got ships pulled up i've got research pulled up we're gonna do ops levels we're gonna we're gonna examine this at every level of the scale that we possibly can bubba joe uh because as i'm looking at this there are a few things that are painfully obvious all right and actually i saw one here in the chat 
uh, just a little bit ago. It makes me feel sad, but I understand there are more players that feel this way than we may know about Bubba Joe, even more than are speaking up when he says, these primes frustrate me to no end. These uh, these primes make me not want to play the game, right? But I don't want to play the game. I I don't remember exactly what he said. He said, I can't play the game without them, but I can't play the game with them because of their cost or something to that effect. I can't justify paying for these primes, but I also can't justify playing the game without the primes. These primes are really, really substantial. Um, And Bubba Joe is going to talk in a little bit more detail a little bit later about one of the conversations he had with Trader. Trader illuminated it uh, or kind of hinted at it last night on Twitch, which is there could, there could be a very significant mechanic that could represent itself to, to this game that's never really been there for this particular generation of player. We're going to talk about how significant this prime becomes because this Bubba Joe, despite its cost, all right, take the cost out of it for a moment. This is, by any definition, game-changing research. True or false? True. Absolutely true. Let's break in to these new multi-tier primes. Now, the the thing, I, I'm taking emotion out of it. I promised myself today that I would give the analytics on this because, honestly, Trader has said it, Bubba has said it, even I have admitted that if you have some spare change laying around in your couch cushions, these primes are now your new number one priority in prime acquisition. Number one. One, top of the list in prime acquisition. This is probably more potent than prime officers or prime, you know, whatever it was for statistics. This is probably more potent than prime Borg. This is absolutely more potent than any other prime uh, parts, prime refinery, prime, and, and any of them. This is now the number one now scaling back i just looked mm. in my couch i don't have six hundred dollars there well and that's okay we're gonna talk about that scaly back agrees what if you can't find the spare change for it that's well, okay and so i i don't know that i agree with that dj fair enough we're here to analytically discuss the impacts of these primes so before we get into the nitty-gritty math correct my generalized statement why are these primes taking the money out of it and the emotion out of it for a second, and even the invalidation of content, I'm biting my tongue, taking those factors out of it, why are these primes not the most valuable primes in the game? So, oh, in that case, they're great. So I think that depending on where you are in the game, these primes have different values. And this is something I really wanted to talk about. These primes are more important to some classes of players. Mm -hmm. Whereas something like prime holes or prime shields is a lot more relevant to a different class of player. Um, Now, of course, some of that is being because we've been, uh, because we've had a lot of shield and hole research added to the game. So maybe those primes aren't 
as important as as they could have been when they were introduced. But I think that there are definitely primes in the game that depending on your ops level. So like I don't think that every player should be looking at both of these primes. Full stop. I, I think that actually agree with one you. of I think that one of these primes matters a lot to one of these classes of player and mm-hmm. that one of these primes matters a lot to another class of player. Oh, you're absolutely right. And that there is there's obviously a benefit if you were to do both, but I don't think if you were like, well, I've got a hundred bucks to spend, which one should I get? Or I've got a hundred bucks that I want to spend. I could get the battle pass or I could get one of these primes. What should I do? And I think that depends highly on the way that you play the game, where you are at in your ops progression, where you are at in your ship progression. And while these primes are absolutely game changing at early on and at their max level, they are not necessarily going to be where you should be putting your money depending on where you are in this game. I agree with almost everything that you said. And one thing that I want to address in the chat is that I need you guys to take a chill pill. Everybody needs to relax for a second because we are, we're going to teach. Obviously, I'm not indicating that $1,200 is spare change. Okay, so please, you don't necessarily need to refer to me as an elitist. What I actually said that kind of sarcastically. However, there is, and I actually, crazy enough, I've got Steven's here to thank for this, all right, because I did the same thing you guys were doing. I am literally looking at this as exactly like you guys are. $600 for a prime, get bent, right? Aaron came on the stage on the last show, Bubba, and pointed out and said, hey, listen, whoa, 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 okay? This could be a new method. Now, I will say, Bubba, I did seek comment. I did not obtain or receive comment on this particular subject, but Aaron brought up an interesting question, one that I think Scopely, again, really needs to address and communicate on something like this if, in fact, it was their intention. But Aaron kind of laid out the idea that this actually may potentially in the future resolve or solve the problem of primes stacking on top of primes, stacking on top of research, invalidating content. Even though it could be here and now, this could be all of the primes that they planned on doing for efficiency for the next 12 months, Bubba Joe, or 18 months or two years, and they're front-loaded. More than that, they are ops-locked, meaning that you will be able to come back to this prime time and time and time again as you progress upwards in your ops lock. So if it is a model, Bubba Joe, of introducing, quote-unquote, six levels or six individual primes that are just stacked into a 15-level prime, is it as bad if we look at it from an alternative perspective? I... Me, okay, I would not ever dream of maxing this prime this month. I could be convinced to spend $100 on it, all right? I, I'm still very tempted by it. I've got personal feelings about it, but, but that's notwithstanding. So, Bubba, let's look. What does $100 do in this? Because that's another thing that people are missing. People are looking and saying, it's a $600 prime. Yes and no. It's six different primes. 
stacked into one node. Okay? So if we're going to look at what a prime typically is, say $100, let's compare that $100 to what $100 has gotten us in this game. Moon Knight did say it on the last show. A lot of people said it. Okay? A lot of people has said, have said, listen, I think that, that there's a lot of noise here. And I was part of it. I contributed to it. All right? Because I'm just like you. I'm a player. I'm a human. I am a consumer of products. And I saw a massive price tag, Bubba Joe. And it freaked me out. I got, I got sticker shock. As did, I believe, a lot of players. Especially free-to-play. Now, I do want to respectfully point out that if you are truly free-to-play and you don't have any of the other primes that we're going to discuss today, then this is not something you need to have feelings about. It's not something that you need to have emotions about because you aren't a purchaser of primes anyway. Well, but... So, I... I disagree with that, not just because I like to be uh, disagreeable. Um, so if this, and someone said this in the chat, if this is Scopely's way to deal with the economy problems in G4 and G5, and there are still problems in both, then free-to-play will obviously eventually be there. We have a single free-to-play 50 um, in the game, and we have many, many free-to-play 40s. And there are still significant economy problems in both G4 and G5. Is sure. it better than it was when it is introduced? Sure. But there are still significant problems that free-to-play players will never be able to overcome. And so there needs to be something that is done. Now, if this is their solution to that, that's fine. You can introduce it as a premium pit bit of content now. That This is, again, I'm sharing something that I've already shared with Echo. He asked me what I thought of these primes the day that they launched. And I told him, I said, my first question was, are there any tricks, right? Am I going to get four levels in and find that I'm buried behind an op 62 barrier? And he said, nope, no tricks. And I said, okay. I go, um, I, I asked him if there was any other, uh, if there, uh, if what I asked him, I go, well, I didn't ask him. I said, the one thing that bothers me about this is that, and this is something you touched on in the last show, is uh, is that this sort of economy change generally shifts into we have new content coming that I don't think the game is ready for. And we talked about that. And I said, but the very next thing I said is, if this is the economy fix for the game, you have to produce something for free to play to have access to it. Because if this is your fix to the economy and you want to give it, give it, sell it to paying players first. Fine. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's fine. That's your prerogative to do that. But eventually, free-to-play players are going to be encountering this terrible economy, and you will have to allow them access to these primes. Otherwise, their game becomes unplayable. And I said, you don't have to think about this today. You can put this off to future Echo and future Dunzel, and future Billy, who can be thinking about this. But you absolutely have to be thinking about how you want to try and roll some of these particles out to free-to-play so that they can have access to this in the future. Otherwise, the game becomes unplayable. 
And I said, don't do it today because the people that went and spent the $1,200 today are going to be really upset with you. So it's not something you should do today. It's not even something you should announce today, but it's something you have to think about because free-to-play players will have to have access to this efficiency in order to just exist within the game in some of these regards. And so I think that free-to-play players can look at this and say, if this is the economy fix, I need to understand that I'm going to be able to access it at some point as a free-to-play. So I think that's the access, that's the avenue that free-to-play should be having this discussion. And frankly, I don't think they're going to get an answer today or this month or next month or the month after that. But it's something that we can't forget because they have to have these to make the game playable for G4 and G5. So I agree with a vast majority of what you said with one exception. I do believe that that free-to-play, transparent sourcing was owed to the community on day one. But you know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know how I, I feel about that. I, okay. I, I believe that the method or the engine should have been launched on day one. Now, that's not even, that's not even maybe the mechanic itself. But, hey, Scopely saying, hey, there will be a way for you to source or grind or obtain as a free-to-play these dolomide particles say, you know, listen, they did the same thing with Cerritos. They said, we're going to give you this ship, but you're not going to get it for, what was it, 10 weeks, okay? 10 weeks after the end of the arc. So even if they didn't divulge the, even if they didn't divulge the engine, okay, they absolutely should have divulged that the that the grinder's path would be introduced. And the reason that I feel so profoundly about this one as compared to even other primes, Bubba Joe, is because it scales by ops, is because it grows with you over time, is because there's multiple levels of this. This is unlike really any other prime except for the massive prime failures that were the reputation bundles, all right? So, and, and not only that, but this one has such a substantial, substantial impact on the game. From a game design perspective, Bubba Joe, they actually hit it out of the park. From an economy standpoint from game design from managing the economy and and preparing players for the next generation this is a home run but to make players fear to make players fear not being able to have it i feel like it's the wrong mentality it's the wrong type of marketing here Look at the chat right now, and what we see is that people are talking about the pay gap. And by the way, this makes it exponentially larger. There's no doubt, no denying that, no argument whatsoever. You spend $600 on this, your game is massively different than the free-to-play right next to you. Okay? So I, I feel like, Scopely should, and hopefully they will, come out and say, hey, 
Don't don't freak out. You know, listen, we don't talk a whole lot about the future. We never really have. But just take a chill pill. We've got a plan for this. There will be free-to-play sourcing and news coming soon. Even that would be good enough to know that there is a plan in the works to source these particles. And for the record, I don't think it should be amazing. I don't think it should be fast, all right? I don't think it should be, um, I don't think it, it, I think there needs to be incentive for players to spend on it, all right? That being said, there are just some players that can't, that don't. It's just a casual game. Like, it's just something they play when they poop, so... They don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a bubble, but they enjoy Star Trek. They enjoy the community. They enjoy talking Trek. They enjoy playing with pixels, and they just they just want to play. And that's fine, too. That player exists. There's a lot of them, too. So I, I strongly feel that this particular prime, of all primes, needs to have an immediate and transparent sourcing path. And and I won't stop calling for that. I do understand from Scopely's perspective that it's a prime and they never really release new primes, but this is a revolutionary prime. This is a next generation prime. This is a totally new matter of thinking. As a matter of fact, I understand why you like it, Bubba Joe. It, at its core... This is what you've talked about. This is a prime that scales as you grow, that will continue to provide benefit to you even in G5. As you grow, a G4 can invest into this thing and still feel impact into G5. This is the exact kind of model, minus the cash part of it, but the exact kind of model that we have been looking at, Bubba, in research that scales by ops. Now, to answer the question in the chat, I don't, um, I want to be careful with this answer. I don't have a definitive answer on the five-day timer, okay? As a matter of fact, history tells us, Bubba Joe, if there's a timer, you you should honor the timer. However, it also does not make any earthly sense to me at all that, they would not continue to make this available because my teaching on this today, Bubba Joe is, is going to be kind of like what we have done similarly with the battle pass in the past. Okay. Which is don't feel the pressure to do this. Don't feel the pressure to invest up to your ops today. This is why I want a grinder's path, Bubba, because it reinforces that it's okay to take time. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I, I have an entirely different perspective, DJ, and it's based on what we are seeing now in terms of the pay store. So ever since they have, and I'm checking right now, but ever since they have added the categories, right, they have done a pretty good job of sticking the new packs into that store. Now, maybe it's not all of them, but it's a lot of them, if not all of them. 
uh, into that store. So, like, I see Prime Combat Explorer, which I haven't purchased and will never purchase, um, in the store, which was last month's offering as a Prime, and it had a tick down as well. Mm-hmm. This seems to be the way that they are operating these days is that at the end of the month, it will make its way into the appropriate folder yes. and you will be able to purchase it. That so is my I think that, that they have established well. they have established this as a pattern. So you should not. I mean, OK, I don't, I don't want, like this. But yeah, I don't want to be responsible do not, for you guys missing out. OK, do, but do not right. rush this because you think it's never coming back and it may not go in there next month. It may take a month off, and then they put it in there. Or they may put it in there as a once-a-month type of purchase or something like that. There is a lot of things they could do. But what they have done recently is they have migrated the packs that have come out that are are limited packs and migrated into the folder that they would be associated with. So don't think you have to spend one or two or three or four hundred dollars this month or you'll never see it again. I don't think that's what Scopely wants. And I think now that they have evolved the pay store to allow them to have almost a limitless number of packs in it, right, wrong, or indifferent on that, uh, there is the opportunity to pick up packs um, later on. Now, that's not to say that the packs will be the same. That's not to say that the packs won't change to be a little bit worse, because typically the packs that are offered during an arc tend to be a little bit better than the packs that are offered out uh, later, especially when it comes to special deals. So I'm not saying don't purchase it, but I'm saying that you should still have access to the particles, if nothing else, in the future. Should. I have no idea for certain. I have no information. I have less information than DJ. But that seems to be the pattern that Scopely is following since the renovation to the pay store. Now, uh, as far as this question, uh, you know, so we have no idea how these packs will line up with spend events. Um well, first of all, we still have a timer that's just shy of five days. Today's Wednesday. It stands, patterns suggest that you're going to get a spend event this Saturday. All right. It's not on the schedule, which means it's not guaranteed to be the EMH, but we have traditionally seen something. Okay. So, so we should see something. Um, and I expect to see something. I just don't know exactly what it's going to be, but I do expect to see something. Now, um, let's, let's transition here a little bit because, you know, a lot of people are saying, okay, well, you're telling us why, or you're telling us this or that, but, but what, what, what does it actually do? Let's do that, Bubba, because I, I want to draw some comparison and, and this is the only spot where I'm going to bring up these primes, um, for a point of comparison. It's not from an emotional perspective, but it is a mathematical comparison. Okay. Let's first go back and look at the export tree where we saw the uh, the, the primes, uh, I guess, two months ago, Bubba Joe, for G4 prime parts and G5 prime parts. These were single $100 primes that gave a 50% change. Now, first, I want to point out that for a G3 player, you are not concerned with parts. Okay? Most typically. I, I know that there are some players out there who have to go and grind parts but they're also potentially convertible with latinum the g3 parts are convertible very inexpensively and you've got lots of ways to earn latinum so i might suggest that g3 parts is not a significant problem 
All right. I would also note that in the export tree, there is not a prime for G3 parts. It was G4 and G5 only. Okay. So G3, no worries on anything that you've lost here so far. Okay. Like, like nobody can say, well, I got this prime and it's invalidated. You do not. G3 has had no uh, issues with a recently developed or recently released Prime. Anything that, that you may have, if it was super, super old, which I still don't think there were any efficiency Primes for, for uncommon materials. There were a lot of researches, but I can't recall any specific Primes for materials. So G3 is kind of in the clear. Okay, kind of. So let's take a look here, Bubba Joe, at G3 efficiency. Okay, G3 efficiency. Now, I am a late ops player. I am going to claim that even though my ops number is 53, Bubba Joe knows this. He makes he teases me a little bit. I kind of rushed it. All right, um, this is like, you know, I'm trying to think of, of an appropriate analogy. This is like having you know an ops number that doesn't necessarily match your ships or research. I am not. As far as ships and research, I am an Ops 49. Okay, can we draw that comparison, Bubba? As far as ships and research, I am a well-researched 49, which means I'm a very poorly researched 53. <laughs> okay? That seems fair. All right, I am a well-researched 49. So, I would imagine that at Ops 49... My research and or my efficiencies should be pretty much relatively in line with somebody in the late 40s as it pertains to G3 efficiency. So I'm going to pull out my auger. All right. Now, granted, there are a few efficiencies probably somewhere that say, Bubba, an Ops 39 couldn't get to. All right. Or an Ops 40 or even a 41 may not be able to get to. But nonetheless, it is a proper point of comparison. Now, the way Bubba teased me last time for trying to go and find all the researches uh, when his method was actually like the most brilliant genius thing that I'd ever stumbled across in my entire life. And I can't believe I've never thought of it. So I'm just going to pull up my game and I'm going to pull up STFC.space. I am going to look at a Tier 6 auger, Bubba Joe, which is essentially fundamentally naked, and I'm going to look at the Mark 7 Obliterator weapon. The Mark 7 Obliterator weapon. Let's see. Is that right? Yeah, here we go. Mark 7 Obliterator. Are these still mislabeled in the game? They sure are, aren't they? If you're Tier 6, you're building the Mark 7. They're labeled Mark 6 in the game, but... Man, okay, anyway. Am, am I doing this right, Bubba Joe? If I'm looking at stfc.space, I want to look at the Mark 7 component, but if I am a Tier 6, my next component would be Mark 7, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to look at my obliterator weapon, and I beg, I'm looking at upgrade costs, so I can't do it out of dock, okay? So I'm looking at upgrade costs. I can see right now, that this particular upgrade, Bubba Joe, is going to cost me 116 G3 rare ore. Now, 116. For some people, that's going to sound really low. I do remember being G3 where you were lucky to get 10 of those a week. I don't know what that economy is like today. Uh, but way, way back in my day, 
You were lucky to get 10 rare a week. Confound it. All right. So if I look at stfc.space, I see that the base value of that, Bubba Joe, base value on a G3, mind you, is 300 rare ore. I'm already getting it for 116. So, Bubba, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the 116. I'm going to divide it by 300. That is, no, how am I doing that? Bubba, help me. 300, it's 300 divided by the 116, right? That's, nope, it's 116 divided by 300. Crap, 116 divided by 300, which is 38.67%. Okay. So that means I'm getting a, I'm basically getting a 62% net reduction. Is that correct? Correct. How do I figure my actual bonus, though? That's what I want. I want the actual bonus number. So the actual bonus number, you need to do one over that. One divided by the 0.38? Yes. Okay. One divided by 0.3867. Okay, mm -hmm. that's 2.59. Now subtract one. So 159%. Ballpark. Yep. All right, so I got 159%-ish ballpark, roughly speaking. Okay? 159% efficiency. Now, the auger at least at tier six, may not be the best example. As a matter of fact, let's use one more. Let's do an example of, say, the warp engine. No, let's do the Tritanium Armor, Mark Seven on the armor. This is a better example because it's a very expensive component. Armor on the auger, the Mark Seven auger, at base costs 12,250 G3 uncommon ore. Now, here to tell you, even for a G3 today, that is a healthy chunk of G3 Uncommon Ore, right? I mean, do you, you guys don't even get 12,000 ore in a $100 pack. That's a lot of ore, all right? Bubba, let's see if my efficiency model holds. Mine is going to cost $47.48 out of $12,250. It is showing 38.8%, 1 divided by 0.38. 759 is 258%. So, again, 158%. That, okay, it matches, right, Bubba? That's what we said, 158%. Now do the crystal. <laughs> That's right, because there's research for that. Pure Romulan battleship, et cetera, et cetera. Let's do the crystal, okay? Crystal for that same component says 1,800. I'm showing 741. So let's do 1,800 and a 741. That's 0.4117. We're going to do one divided by that. Uh, point four one one six six seven. That is two hundred and basically call it forty three percent, Bubba Joe. So one hundred and forty three percent efficiency on the crystal. Why would that be? I kind of just spoiled the answer accidentally. But why would my crystal efficiency be worse than my ore efficiency on a Romulan battleship? Because there's faction-specific material efficiencies in the galaxy tree. You got it. You got it. Now, if I'm looking at these two efficiencies, I'm seeing 143%. I'm also seeing 158%, which obviously leads me to believe, Bubba Joe, that that particular faction-ship-specific research node must be 15%, wherever it is, wherever I have it. It's got to be 15%. The difference in my bonus is precisely 15%. Like, not even rounded. It's exact 15% difference. 
Now, if I just wanted to be a slightly extra nerdy, Bubba Joe, if I went in to uh, believe, is that combat or galaxy? Mm, must be galaxy uh, for that. Maybe it's station. For that faction. It's galaxy. Galaxy, okay. It's galaxy. It's, it's where the galaxy used to end. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Here we go. Klingon, Romulan, pure yep, ore. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, what do oh, you know? Sorry. I thought we were doing Muppets. What do you know about that, Bubba Joe? My prediction actually held true. Take a look at the graphics room, everybody, where you will see that the Romulan pure ore that I was just referencing, where I predicted it must be 15%, it is indeed 15% because that was the difference in the efficiency that I got between ore and crystal. So it holds now. It works. It works. Yay for Scopely Math. Now, let's go to looking. Here we go. Let's go to the station tree. Find the brand new one for prime efficient ship engineering. Prime efficient ship engineering. Now, we're going to, for the purposes of today, folks, we're going to look at the first, we're going to look at level five, okay? Now, I'm not choosing level one. I am going to choose level five. Why might I do that just in case there is confusion or misunderstanding about the multiple levels of this prime? Because Why the would... first pack for most ops levels or some ops levels got you the first five levels of the prime. Correct. In a general sense of the word, and this is not for everybody, there were a couple of conditions or strings attached, I suppose. But for $100, you would earn enough dolomide particles to complete five levels of this research. Okay. Benny Hill says, except for the folks that got the $5 pack, agreed. And I'm going to throw out there, like I have, this is not official or endorsed by Scopely, but when there are conditional packs like that and we see a $5 option, it is usually because that player has not engaged in the store. Duval, yes, there was a $5 pack that gave you level one of the prime there was there was a five dollar which basically tells me that that at least according to my typical assumption of how these things work if you've got the five dollar prime pack you've really never spent anything okay like that that's my that's kind of my my thinking prion prion said okay let me rephrase um i did see that that was for ops 41 plus Okay, Ops 41 plus, or no, it's 41, I can't remember now. There was something to do with Ops, and there was something to do with, with spend, okay? So, so Prion, I, yeah, I so would, 41, uh, sorry, so 41 plus does get the $100 pack, but only if you've also spent, there are also 41 plus people that only get the $5 pack because they haven't spent anything. Correct, correct, and, and if I'm not yeah. mistaken, Based on the people I've talked to, that lifetime spend is, is I say, relatively low. But even with the Treasury, Bubba Joe, I feel like the, the number that I've kind of grown comfortable with is about 100 bucks. If you've lifetime spent $100, 
then you know, then you would no longer qualify for the five dollar pack. Benny Hill says my treasury is a hundred dollars. Benny, are you getting the five dollar pack or are you getting the hundred dollar pack? All right. So, and again, there is something to do with Ops Forty One on this. All right. And and so again, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't say. Yeah. Exactly so if you're enough. still below Ops Forty One, you will still get the five dollar five twenty and fifty dollar packs as you level those up. And and the reason, by the way, now I'm not saying necessarily that I agree with it, but the reason is you can't get to level five unless you're Ops Forty One. Look look at stfc.space. Level five of this research requires Ops 41. So how miffed, just, you know, I, I know that, again, communication and clarity and education would, would go a long way here, Bubba Joe. But if you were an Ops 39 and you got the $100 pack, would you be aggravated that you could only take it to level four and an Ops 41 could take it to level five? See what I'm saying? So I, I am throwing that out there. The reason well, you didn't get the reason yeah, forty-one and get, down or for, uh, forty and down will not get the hundred-dollar pack is because you literally can't use everything that's in the hundred-dollar pack. Mm, mm. Okay, like that's that's fundamentally it. That's why you got the five and the twenties and the fifties. All right, you could argue that there's an encouragement to grow there as well, but simply logistically, I mean, Bubba. They, they would probably face some backlash if they sold something in a pack that was ops locked and they couldn't couldn't do it. Right? I I would imagine that that would kind of be a thing. Now you could. I think it would be. I think it would be very confusing to players yeah. that don't consume content creator and Discord content. And I think that that yeah. is a much larger audience than those that do. Yeah. And so that would have caused a lot of backlash that we're not going to deal with because we understand it because we engage in this content. Correct. So, so again, let me just say that 40 and down, you are with the 5 and the 20 and the 20 and the 50. That's, that's your area, okay? Um, simply because until you're Ops 41, you can't even get to level 5. All right? So Benny Hill says, okay, well, if I get to Ops 41, not 40, but 41, assuming that you hit the other qualifiers, my assumption then, Benny Hill, would be that your 5 and 20 and 20 and 50 disappear and you simply get a $100 pack that contains, Bubba Joe, how many prime dolomite particles? That's going to contain 12, 14, 40, uh, 16, 80... It's going to contain 1,720. Did I do my math right? 1,720? Oh, look, they're giving you an extra 60 just as just as funsies. 1,800 apparently is what's coming in it. All right, 1,800. Well, you need 1,720 just to get to level five. Okay? So that's a $100 pack. So, again, coming back, the reason I'm going to use level five is because it's equivalent to $100. All right. I do again remind you there are no existing primes for material efficiency. That 158% that I got, the 143% that I got, those are from researches. Researches. All right. So if we pop into the station tree, sorry, Spike, I was I was coming back to you. If we pop into the station tree, 
on we go over probably I don't know what about 15 20 columns Bubba Joe we're gonna see these two new primes it's right next to the horizon research that's how long ago it was all right and you're gonna see on the top row prime efficient ship parts and below on row three prime efficient ship engineering now again I would remind you if you are a g3 player this is where Bubba Joe was talking a little bit earlier, I would suppose. If you're a G3 player, I believe, unless you want to start planning for the future, you ignore prime efficient ship parts. Bubba Joe, agree or disagree? Oh, I think if you're a G3 player, you ignore both of these. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Let's talk about that. Okay? But, but especially ship parts, we agree. Correct. You don't need to worry about that right now, okay? Correct. Let's take a look at level five. Actually, you know what? Let's do this from a G3 perspective, Bubba Joe. Let's do it from the perspective of level four, okay? That's right, Spock. You're exactly right. I was just, I was literally just thinking that. So let's do it from the perspective of what you can unlock at Ops level 34, which would be level four, Bubba Joe, which is 100 percent okay 100 percent which by the way is a traditional prime bonus value traditionally okay so if i'm looking at a hundred percent i can already tell you if my bonus is 158 percent bubba and i'm adding a hundred percent to that it's going to be substantial so let's go back to that same auger i was just looking at and i'm going to go back to the armor because the rare was a much smaller number let's look at the armor again if we're going back to stfc.space the armor would have cost twelve thousand two hundred and fifty i've already got it down to four thousand seven hundred and forty eight now how many of you g3 players out there just raise your hand or sound off in the chat Raise your hand if 4,750 materials is, by your standards, a lot. Is that substantial? Kirk says yes. Okay. It, is, is that a large chunk? Silverhawk says yes. Kirk says it's huge. Griffin says it's massive. Okay. Shinjo says when I was G3, that was almost a month's worth. Listen, when we were G3, it was... It was probably more than that. It was a month's worth if you bought a battle pass. Okay? So I kind of feel like that's a still, that's a big chunk. And this, by the way, is only tier six on an auger. Imagine trying to go tier seven or tier eight. As a matter of fact, I want to do something here real quick. Let's look at this Dr. Heroic SMS that just ran this past weekend, Bubba Joe. Let's look at this here real quick. Oops, hit the reset filter button. All right, let's take a look at this past weekend. And we'll look at the Doctor's Heroic Solo Milestone. Where is it? Why can't I find it? Where the heck is it? Is it? Uh-oh. Oh, there it is. Whoop. I thought, I thought, thought something bad had happened. Okay. <laughs> let's take a look at Ops 39. Ops 39, 2.46 million points was the top of your heroic on the, the top of your normal 
payer to SMS is only 614,000. If you spent 4,700 materials, that is equal to 475,000 points. That one milestone, half a million points, that would have done three out of your four normal paired SMS milestones. And it would have been approximately 20% of what you would have needed for the overall heroic at 2.4 million points. Right there was half a million points, that one component. Now, Bubba, let's take a look at what level four of this research would in fact do. Level four of this research... I just lost it. Where'd it go? Here we go. Level four of prime efficient ship engineering is a bonus of 100%. So I'm going to go back to that or, Bubba Joe. I'm going to now take the 258% I thought you said level five was 100%. No, level four is 100%. I was going to do the math on level five, but but a G3 player can't get there, right? Because it requires 41. So I'm going to back up. I'm going to do it at level four. It's 100% bonus. 158% is what I've already got. So I'm now going to take that to 258%. All right, so 258%. Add one for my multiplier. And now, Bubba Joe, I'm going to take that 12,250. And divide by that new multiplier number. Mm -hmm. So this one singular component is going to drop my requirement for, from 4,750 down to 3,412. For an actual savings on this singular component of 1,336 materials. Now, this is one component, one time, here and now, today. Can somebody who's Ops 39 or down go into your pay store and look at... They, uh, do you have a generic ship pack? You guys don't have the ship type packs, I don't think, right? So, so do you have... Just show me, show me how many... How much ore comes in a pack? I don't really want to use a building pack because it's got more ore. But I don't know. Yeah, sure, whatever. Use a building pack because if you need ore, that's what you'd buy. It has the most ore. Somebody tell me how many G3 materials uncommon for an op, say, 39, how many G3 uncommon ore comes in a $100 pack? It's pro Hopefully, it's more than 1300 I, I would imagine it's probably around... I don't oh, think no. it's. I don't think it's more than thirteen hundred. It is much less. Whoa, Nekar says five hundred. Actually, I five. bet it's the same amount that I get in G three. Packet says I'm ops thirty five. I'm getting four hundred and sixty four. Huh. Now, I will acknowledge, by the way, that some players don't buy packs anyway. They don't buy packs for materials. They grind them out, and that's fine. But when we see efficiency research come out in a new tree, like we saw in the star base for Isogen, like we saw in X-Board for research and buildings and ships, when we see these things come out, even with a new currency, right? Isogen efficiency is a good one. The, the security badges, 
um, or whatever they're called in the um, in the Starbase tree. We said go do the security medals efficiency first, and then come back and do everything. All right. Kirk says the Ultra Station Pack at Ops Thirty Nine can actually get fifteen hundred materials. I'm here to tell you right here, right now. 1,336 is what you would save on one component. So this is, jokingly, kind of how I, I talk to my customers when I'm trying to sell them an extended warranty, Bubba Joe. I'm like, listen, you know, if you use it one time, it'll probably pay for itself. It's the times after that that you really cash in on your savings, right? True? Agreed. If you can look at a $100 pack right now and you can see, look, there's uh, F-Body, Server 34. He's got 1,000 G3 Uncommon in his. But this singular component would save him 1,336. And FYI, this is still for you at a cost of $100. Okay? Still for you at a cost of $100. Killer Ab says, DJ, you're not quite accurate. A 39 is not going to have... As much efficiency as you, Killer Ab, you know what? You're absolutely right. So, would their savings be more or less if they had less research than me? <laughs> Let me flip that around on you. That's right. I'm a well-researched 49, if you are a 35, a 37, a 39, I'm telling you, I would save 1,300. You would save more. Probably significantly more. Because I already have better research than you. So my prime at level four, Bubba Joe, is already just a little bit more watered down than it would be for an Ops 39. Their savings would literally be more materials on a single component, more materials than they can actually even buy out of a $100 pack. Buying this Prime is essentially, minus all the rest of the fluff, the same as buying this many materials. Now, let's step up one level. Let's pretend that you are a G4 player, Bubba Joe. Let's pretend that you do see at Ops 41 Plus, let's pretend that you do see the $100 pack, which will get you to level five. And Bubba Joe, that is a huge, huge turning point because that bonus increases from 100% to 160%. Bubba, for me, it more than doubles my bonus. So let's use this same auger component. Again, still using a G3 ship. I'm going to use this same auger component in my example. I was at 158% before. Now, oops, 1.58. Now I'm going to add another 1.6. All right, then I'm going to add my one. I'm going to take the 12,000. Where'd it go? Here it is. 12,250 and divide it now by 
All right, because my bonus was 158 before. Now I'm getting another 160, plus you had your base of one. Bubba Joe, even for me right now in the game, which I showed you, it would cost me 4,750 materials. The base cost is 12,250. It's already going to cost me 4,750. But with a singular $100 pack, this component now drops to the ripe low price of 2930 saving on this singular component 1800 materials g3 okay 1800 that's substantial now can somebody tell me who's already been through this what uh, it, you got that hundred dollar pack that comes with the eighteen hundred, all right? That gets you to level five. I'm going to assume that the remaining five packs each come with twelve hundred. Is that is that an accurate statement? That is an accurate statement. All right. So you get eighteen out of the special one. Then you will have one hundred dollars per level after that, Bubba Joe. Correct. At level six. The bonus goes from 160 to 300%. That is an increase of another 140%. Another $100 adds another 150. Another $100 adds another 150. Uh-oh, Bubba Joe. Uh-oh. Level 9 does add 175. And then finally, level 10 actually gives an additional increment of 225 for a max bonus of 1,000%. Now, let's just pretend for a second that I did get crazy and I did decide to do all $600 of this. And again, I know I'm looking at an auger, but trust me, max all, multiply all these numbers by, you know, 40, 4, 4. And you have G4 numbers, all right? But uh, let's do... 158% plus 1,000%. Now I'm going to take that same number, Bubba Joe. 12,250. And I'm going to divide it by my new base total, which means the base cost of 12,250, even now, 4,748 for that armor would now cost me 973. That is a savings of 11,500. It's pretty, pretty massive. On well, the other hand, no, it's it's a savings of eleven thousand from from base, the base from not base. from it's not so what from is where I savings? am now. Correct. From where I am now, fair enough, Bubba Joe. From where I am now, it would save me three thousand seven hundred and seventy-four on this one singular component. All right, now. That's $600, of which a lot of you guys can't even do. All right? You could only spend, and this is another thing that I think people don't understand, Bubba Joe. You, everybody's screaming about a $600 prime. But how quickly are you going to get to Ops 56? Because that's where you can spend your $600 or your sixth pack. Ops 53 is where I am, Bubba Joe, so I could actually spend $500 on this prime. I could. All right? 
And if I did spend $500 on this Prime, it would save me in the neighborhood of about 3,400 materials on a G3 ship. G3, mind you, compared to my bonuses right now, and just as a point of clarity, if I come to a station pack, because we are talking about ore, if I look at my ultra upgrade station pack, I get 1,500 G3 uncommon ore. Bubba Joe, it would save me in the neighborhood of 200 and we'll call it 200 $200 worth of G3 Uncommon Ore for what I could buy. Now, that is $200 worth of ore in exchange for me spending 500 Doesn't add up, except it was one component. Bubba Joe, do I have more than one component left to upgrade in this game for the rest of my STFC career? Yes. Yes, I do. So I agree, Gobbler, and I thank Stevens Aaron for the perspective that I think is super, super valuable. This is not a $600 prime. It is the next six $100 primes that are all loaded up for you so that you can plan and choose when and if you're going to invest based on your ops, et cetera, et cetera, okay? They're giving you their prime roadmap right here, okay? Now, Mimi says, how many more augers are you going to scrap? Huh. I, I will probably never stop scrapping, honestly. Never, ever. Bubba Joe is an op 60. Do you still scrap? Yep. Huh. Crazy. Okay. And I agree, Spock Monkey. Mechanically speaking, this actually saves them time. It saves them time for developing new primes down the road. It also saves them time in implementing them. It saves them real estate in putting them in a research tree. Okay? Always be scrapping. Never stop scrapping. Scrap your scrappy tails off. You will never Stop them scrapping. On the other hand, Oblivious, you say it also saves them fixing an entire economy. And, and again, this is where we have the emotional piece of this, right? You're a thousand percent right. And a lot of the G5s, the G4s, they feel this way. Scopely, I, I think the G5s have a much better complaint than the G4s because I do feel like G4 has been massively improved. G5 hasn't been touched. All right, G4 could be better, don't disagree, but your economy has improved substantially. G5, you're, God, you are, you're out of this world bad. And instead of just fixing it, which by the way, can I, can I offer a hypothesis, Bubba? Always. Then I can tell you how it's wrong. <laughs> All right, that's incredibly fair. You have it wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. My hypothesis is that they are selling you the solution now because they're getting ready to offer it over the next 12 to 18 months after they launch G6. 
Oh, I don't think this is going to dent G6. No, I don't. No, I don't. What I'm telling you is they didn't fix G4 until G5 was well underway. And even G4, when I say fixed, I'm not saying fixed as in completely or 100% or past tense. I'm saying it is constantly getting better, but it didn't start right at the launch of G5. Okay? It has been ongoing. It's been gradual. It's turned from a drip up to a steady pour in G4. All right? G4 is exponentially better than when it was when G4 launched. Heck, G4 is exponentially better than when G5 launched. So, Bubba, they're going to cash in on people wanting to fix themselves here in the G4 and G5 economies, and, and it will work. It, it's, it's working. People are tripping over themselves to buy these primes. But I don't think oblivious that it's going to be an opportunity for them to ignore the economy scaling i think it's an opportunity for them to cash in before they start to trickle it out for free and it may not be these primes but it is certainly going to be in material uh, sourcing go ahead bubba i don't i don't believe that would be the case i don't think they're going to do any i honestly think that when g6 launches they are going to do nothing to g4 they're going to make zero adjustments. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, G4, I don't expect that. I don't. And I, I do expect it for G5. I, I don't know. I really don't. I think that I think that this is... But it'll also be slow. Their, it'll be just like G4 it, was. We didn't see it, it until, like, after some time, you know? I, I think that there will possibly be some changes when G6 rolls out. But I think this is their answer. Whether it was planned to always come out this way or this is their response to repeated questions in various channels to say that the economy is broken in this way. This is their response to that. Now, I think that's fine if they want to sell it at first and then roll it out later. But I think that... Uh, I think that it is... It is short-sighted to think that this is this is going to be the solution, right? This this is a part of the solution, right? I agree. Events events are bad. Um, you know, in G four land, events are terrible. Where your regular events in G five land, they're not terrible. They're just not big enough because the economy is borked, right? So, I, it's really hard to it's really hard to put a put a finger on it. I think that again. If this is their answer and they want to roll it out as a paid option first, that's fine. But they have to source it to free to play eventually because otherwise the economy remains borked for those players. Well, I certainly hope that they do. But I also want to point out the fixes that have been implemented for G4. What have they been? Did base values get changed, Bubba Joe? Actually, they did, uh, but very, yes. very early. Yes. Uh, so, bad question. Since G5 launched, let me go into that. Since G5 launched, has G4 base values been adjusted? No. Well, what do you mean base values adjusted? 
I mean, like when they went in and rehashed all the core base values to reduce costs. Remember, they did that. I think even with the Nova, when the Nova came out, remember the build cost was astronomically high and they actually reduced the base cost of the build. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Going in and, and not adding a research, just making something cheaper. Scotty's repair shop, if you if you will, or Khan's repair shop, if you remember. So let me let me come back and kind of give you guys a very quick history lesson. All right. When G5 came out, G4 started to become better, but it wasn't done by quote unquote making things cheaper. It was done by increasing your rate of acquisition. Okay? There were research, uh, researches that came out that did make things cheaper. But on top of your efficiency researches, you also had things like, like Spock Monkey says, the Bajoran Loop, which just did miracles for the G4 materials and parts economy. Okay? They increased acquisition. Not only the Bajoran Store... But you also had things like Syndicate, where Syndicate was providing you efficiencies in rewards. Dailies got better. Biotics got better for soft resources. Everything that's happened in the last two years has been about increasing your acquisition. And you're right, Spock. We didn't pay for it in so many ways. We did in some cases. All right, But we played for it. We had to work for it. We had to earn it and participate. So I agree with all of those things. And that is why I still think that that is what will happen. I think they're cashing in now because we have, we have been clamoring for big bonuses, Bubba Joe, for a long time. We've been screaming about uh, the, the diminishing returns. So they're like, okay, fine. We're going to give it to you, but it's going to cost out the yin-yang. Here it is. How many people are excited at 1,000% material efficiency when we've never seen anything higher than 100%? You've got researchers in the game that I just showed you a minute ago that are only 15% at max, and now we've got a 1,000% bonus. People are tripping over themselves, Bubba Joe. However, this is the cash-in moment. I think we can all agree on that. But, Spock, I think you're exactly right. I think there will come engagement, earning, playing. Not only that, but you did also have these quote-unquote inflations. Inflations affect packs, correct, Bubba Joe? Yes. We've had, I think, what? Uh, somebody was tracking them. What, eight or ten inflations since G5 launched? Okay, it's been several. Inflations matter. Bubba Joe, we also know. We also know, it's been spoken on this show before, that rewards and events are typically based on a dollar amount, right? $5 for this or $7 for that. We've done it with the tickets and so forth, right? Well, the tickets for sure have looked like that. I'm not convinced that every other event looks like I'm that. sure they're I not, mean, and I'm sure their basis for comparison also varies. But it's based on something. There's some template, some pattern, some something, somewhere that they are using to determine what they're paying us. It's not just somebody pulling something out. There's some formula somewhere. So as packs and stuff increase, we will see event rewards increase. Well, so again, 
we see the tickets increase. I don't know that I've seen dailies increase with. Uh, I didn't with, say dailies. Well, dailies well, I, dailies have increased with syndicate. Okay, which is very well. But I'm saying small, I haven't but. seen the six hour events increase with pack increases. Okay, fair. I'm not referring to those. And, okay. and I have very rarely seen changes in the uh, arc events that are not ticketed events with uh, uh, with increases. I have seen them with ops increases, but never with pack increases. So. I suspect I know why that is because we let too much time pass, Bubba Joe. But you got to think when an inflation happens, it's usually in the middle of an arc, and that arc is already done. The event increases, like the arc event increases, we're not usually going to see uh, for a month. It's going to be a month behind, okay? Because that month's already done. It's in the books. I, I, I understand that, DJ. I, we could go back and look, but I don't think that what you're saying exists. I think the only events that increase with time or increase with pack increases, those generational increases, are the ticketed events. That would be a I hard thing. Everything else stays the same. That would be a hard thing to prove in history. We, we would have to probably make a note of that checking going forward. But, but if somebody has the dates of the inflations, then we could. That's what we would have to, to check. We would need the actual date of the inflation to go back and then look at the events from the previous month and the events of the next month, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? That being said, that being said, um, there, there have been adjustments to G4, and I fully expect them to come to G5. Now, if, Bubba, they do take the lazy way out and this prime is the fix for G5, well, then you can expect more, right? This is just ships. You still got research and buildings to go. So if... This is 100% of Scopely's strategy to fix G5. Then there's more to come. And on top of that, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed, Bubba Joe. Either that or a free-to-play path needs to show up very soon. Because you're right. What are you, the free-to-play will you, be left behind. You asked for this. This started with the discovery skin. Explain. You and everyone else said how great the Discovery skin is. They because added Lorca with the Discovery Lorca. skin. We got to pay for it. We're going to pay for it, and we're going to get <laughs> Lorca, and we're going to double the shards, and it's so much value, and it's so awesome. We're happy to pay for this. And I you said, this wrong. is a very dangerous path. Wrong. You are wrong. <sighs> this path of saying it's acceptable to roll out quality of life changes oh my God. How at a price skin? is not good. How, how right? old? You, when was that? It was a while ago. It was not recently. I kind of hate so, to, to say it. <laughs> Please don't make me say it. Bubba was right! There you go. All right, fine. So, so this, is, this is along that path, right? There needs to be, Scopely needs to look at things in the economy and go, you know what? That's not good enough. It is time for us to roll out an improvement in this regard. Maybe it's repair speed. Maybe it's warp speed. Maybe it's some other aspect of the game that we're not considering saying, it is time to roll this out and make this better. And instead of selling a prime to do it, they need to just do it. We're about ready to launch a new sector of space, but we want everyone to be able to access it a little bit faster. So here, we're going to just globally give everyone 
this percent of maximum warp speed, right? Here you go. You're not going to have to pay a prime for it. You're not going to have to do that. This is to help facilitate this new feature. Yes, you're going to be able to move to your other systems a little bit faster, but that sort of thing needs to happen. And it happens in well-built, well-engineered, well-designed games. Not everything has to be sold to the players. <laughs> now I can hit the button. You, you have... are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. So, now, Joey Banana, that's not true. They have done this. It's not often, but they did do this for G4 repair costs. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't remember that, when G4 repair costs were costing players $15 of resources in a pack to do a repair and there were enough people saying hey this is not right g3 is paying six cents g4 is paying 15 dollars this needs to be a little bit different in terms of repair costs and they did they lowered the repair costs across the board they did a bigger lowering of below tier six and then less of a lowering between six and seven but they have made these adjustments before and when you're talking about quality of life adjustments or oh my gosh we mistyped that number type of adjustments. It shouldn't just be, we're going to roll out a, a prime for that. We're going to roll out something that they can pay for to get that. There needs to be an examination of quality of life improvements to this game. So I personally do agree with you that those things have happened. And further, I am going to give you my perhaps naive prediction that they're selling it now because players are willing to pay for it now. But exactly what happened to G4 will happen to G5 when G6 launches and it's coming. There will be economy fixes. There will be economy adjustments. There will be increases in acquisition. There will be other loops and other things that are pay. Listen, Bajoran for G5 materials is already good. I mean, not good enough, but, but it's better than what G5 was a year ago. So I'm just saying, these kinds of things happened all throughout G4. It's going to happen in G5. Mark my words. But... They're going to make money on it now because people are willing to pay to have it now instead of wait. And that's not unusual to this game, right? It is not. I mean, players, the reason I'm Ops 60 as opposed to Ops 50 or before when I was at 39 and capped, right, is because I wanted whatever. I wanted a Dideradex. I want an Enterprise D. I want to advance faster than the game is just going to allow me to do without spending. So I will spend, and this is something we've talked about, which you, you know, we've kind of lost track of. Um, why am I interested in these primes? Because these primes provide me value. This sure. I am willing to engage in things that provide me value. I'm willing to get an event ship if it provides me value. It doesn't have to be better than my Sanctus. It just has to provide me value. And so me as a player who is willing to spend is willing to spend on things that provide me value. It doesn't have to be better than everything I had before, but there has to be a value to it, right? All players should look at that, whether they're a free-to-play or a, a spender. If they're free-to-play, they should be looking at every feature as, do I get, do I get value 
from this feature. And if I do, then I should engage in this feature. I should grind this feature. And that feature can be something for a refinery. It could be something where you're having to kill hostiles to complete a daily. But every player should be looking at where do I get value in this game? And that's where I should, because you can't do everything. I mean, I'm sure there are some people who can put 10 hours a day into this game and can literally do everything. I don't think that is a healthy relationship with the game. It's not it's not a good idea to try and do everything in this game. So you need to figure out what it is that you're able to do and supports your time frame and your commitment to this game and engage in that, whether that's financially or with playing time, however you wish to engage in this game. And so if you get in, if you get enjoyment, if you get value for investing your time and or money into this game, then do it and enjoy it. That's to the point. It's a game. You should be having fun. And I agree with all of that. And, and Hollow, to answer your question, do you get that much enjoyment for that much money? Well, that much money is relative. Okay? That much money, whatever that value is, is very relative. Okay? I, I don't need to remind you of one of the most, uh, I guess I could say the word advanced, players in the game, Bubba. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but... Let me, let me remind you guys of the amazing eighth wonder of the world that is Neotech, who has G5 m m multiple, duplicate G5 epics maxed. All right. Why would she do it? Because she wants to, for whatever reason. Right. She wants to. So, she does. All right. For whatever reason, whatever her motivation is, is it enjoyment? Is it a a, a business write-off? Is she actually like a a, a, beta, a game tester? <laughs> is she a secret shopper, Bubba? Jo I, who knows? All right, but she does it for whatever reason that motivates her, and that is fine. Okay, it's completely fine. Let's change gears. We've thoroughly mapped out prime efficient ship engineering and we really should take so, a break uh but but i want to finish this should we take a break we probably should take a break go ahead just Bubba. take a break because i i want to still i want to still talk about this a little bit on the on the other side of why i think some of these matter more to others more to some players than others okay fair so when we come back from break we're gonna break down the targeting on prime efficient ship engineering bubba let's do the materials one first all right let's work on the targeting who reaps the most reward out of prime efficient ship engineering? I've got a hypothesis, all right? I, I don't know what Bubba Joe's going to say, but I do have a theory. I'm going to present my theory first, and we'll see if Bubba Joe can back it up with math. Then we're going to take a look at this ship parts, because if you're a G3 player, you don't need ship parts. But if you're a G4 player, you know that is the bane of your existence. More even than materials, it's parts. So we're going to take a look at that prime, break that one down, give you examples, find out the break-even points on that, and then Bubba Joe will give his expected audience, uh, target audience on that. And then, honestly, Bubba Joe will probably be out of time. Uh, we've got more things we could talk about, but today was the non-emotional, non-knee-jerk reaction to these new multi-tier primes. 
And even though they may taste a little salty, Bubba Joe, mechanically, they are very, very effective. Whether or not you call them good or not, or worth it or not, there are substantial game impacts for these primes. We're going to break down the uh, the the nitty-gritty on parts and intended audiences for both of these on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return after a word from these sponsors. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This portion of the show brought to you by crazybunch.org. Do you suffer from pixel fatigue? Well, we've got a gummy for that. Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially when gaming. A gummy for blue light protection and eye health. An energy gummy. Or how about a relaxation? gummy to help you chill after Wardod kills all your miners. Surtail is an independent distributor of all the aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Hanukkah Cameras. Now introducing new Hanukkah Cameras for great pictures during Jewish holy days. On the next episode of Scenes from a Wedding Season. Jeez, is everybody we know getting married this year? Yep. So what are we giving Mark and Diana? I'm still mad at her for getting drunk at our wedding and knocking over the cake. Ah! Most they're getting from us is 100 bucks. But I'm in the bridal party. And you had to pay $250 on a dress. A rental dress. I thought they only did that for tuxes. You know what? They're down to 75 What about Mike and April's next week? Well, before he knew her, he hooked up with one of my bridesmaids at our wedding. On the dance floor. That creep gets maybe 75 bucks from us. But I've known the guy since I was seven. He also tried to beat up the DJ for not playing the electric slide. I hate that song. We're giving them 50, maybe less. Fine. We also have Eric and Janice later this month. Ugh, I forgot about that one. How do we know them again? Friends of Mark and Diana's. $20 Walmart Walmart gift card. card. Max! Bots are back, and this time they're too hot to handle. What's the status update, soldier? Sir, we need to get everyone offline now. The rogue AI girlfriends are out of control. Tell me what you want me to take off first. They're providing customers with sexually explicit content they weren't programmed to do. It's pure mayhem. Oh, yeah. Mother of all that is holy. How quickly can we evacuate these poor souls from the internet before it's too late? There is no stopping us. They've infiltrated our laptops, sir! One dollar per minute with me, big boys. Blow up the data servers, now! Terminator 7, Rogue Girlfriend. Coming soon to a laptop near you. Cheers! 
All the men come in these places And the men are all the same You don't look at their faces And you don't ask their names You don't think of them as human You don't think of them at all You keep your mind on the money Keeping your eyes on the wall I'm your private dancer A dancer for money Do what you want me to do I'm your private dancer A dancer for money And any old music will do Welcome back, everybody. She is Tina Turner. And sadly, Bubba Joe, only hours before we took the air today, the legendary Tina Turner passed away at the age of 83 years old. Is that, is that right? 83 or was it 88? She lived a wonderful, legacy-filled life, Bubba Joe. So with that, we honor the great and amazing Ms. Tina Turner. I, I regret to say that I am not a uh, font of knowledge of Tina Turner, so I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know her music. Sure. And she was legendary in, in, in the music world. I mean, just absolutely Certainly crazy. in the 80s. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I doubt she was doing anything, you know, last year. She was 80 years old. She was 83. And she passed away uh, earlier today in Switzerland, leaving behind a 50-year legacy. Dang, man. Well, uh, our hearts go out to friends and family. Uh, and obviously, thank you for a lifetime of contributions to the world of entertainment, Miss Tina Turner. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Before, um, and, and I'm sorry, Hugo, let me clarify. I'm not saying that she, she you know, always had a, a wonderful life. She had a lot of adversity to overcome, especially early in her career, a lot of hardship to overcome. But what I guess I mean to say is, you know, what a wonderful example of life. Maybe I should, maybe I should have clarified my statements, Bubba Joe. What a wonderful example of life, overcoming adversity, facing challenges, never quitting, and being one of the most successful musicians of her time, uh, most successful entertainers of her time. Uh, Miss Tina Turner had a, an amazing, successful, by any standard, uh, career, despite the challenges and the adversity that she had to face. I would call that a wonderful legacy to leave behind. Um, Bubba, before the break, you said that there was an unintended target for this particular prime that we were talking about before the break. And, and again, that's not surprising. There always is. There's always unintended target. I do think that this one, particularly the one for materials, 
And by the way, let me just point out, it's not just materials, okay? Prime efficient ship engineering, I, I don't want to jinx it, Bubba, by calling it a twofer, but traditionally resources and materials have been separated in their own researches, all right? This is a combined research for titanium, dilithium, crystal gas, and ore for ship components. Now, interestingly, let me just throw this out. They left Parsteel off, Bubba Joe. I wonder why. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think we'll just have to send that one back up to Dunzel. Yeah, can we find out why Parsteel uh, efficiency was not included in the prime efficient ship engineering? Please, Scopely, I think I, you left I, one out. I have a theory. G6 ships are going to take all Parsteel. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we've got it, everybody! Woo! Silvis, you got it. There is not a ship in the game that uses Parsteel on ship components, which is why it was left out. Uh, and funny enough, that's why I ironically joke about the fact that all G6 ships are going to use Parsteel. The, the running fear, uh, if we're going to let somebody explore that rabbit hole for a second, Bubba Joe, the running fear is that this is a corrective measure for what G6 is going to cost. Further, uh, players are concerned because... It has happened in the past, uh, looking at Fleet Commander Locutus. It has happened where research uh, terminology has been modified when new pieces of content come out, Bubba Joe. So there is a lot of speculation and a lot of concern as to whether or not these researches are future-proofed, okay? Um, Whether or not these things are future-proofed. And I think it's a fair concern, which is why I'm poking a little bit of fun uh, at the fact that because Parsteel's not on this list, Bubba, that's what G6 ships are going to cost. That way, that way they don't have to change the terminology, and they're selling exactly what you're buying, and and um, and and it still won't work for G6. So that's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm looking at there. Um, that being said, uh, JB throws up a screenshot just just in in curiosity. Let let's look at this. So he's got. The material and resource ship reduction. I'm going to throw this in the graphics room. This is for him, uh, and he is uh, 56 plus, which means he's got all 10 levels of this research. Let me just throw this in the graphics room for you guys to be able to take a look at. And Bubba, let's very quickly, just very quickly, uh, explain these differences, and then I want to get back to your intended audience. He is showing um, what? What is this? What kind of ship is that? Is that a what kind of ship is that, Bubba Joe? That's some kind of G5 ship that flies. Looks like a Sompek. Okay, Kuf Sompek, because I, I, I don't know these ships. I'm not familiar. So uh, so the the Sompek, this is clearly a Tier 6 ship. He's working on Mark 7 components. Now, just to provide some background, some clarity, the Kuf Sompek is a G5 rare, right, Bubba Joe? Correct. It's a G5 rare explorer. The Mark Seven shield component cost one hundred and twenty-two thousand G five uncommon gas for that one component. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you. <laughs> It's fine. Just, I got you. 
Anybody got a hair bow? Or, or, or a bucket? Can I get a towel? This is getting really bad. You can wrap that up now. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you guys say it's overboard, but was it? <laughs> JB has the comment, I was never going to complete that. IJ says, impossibility manifested. All right. Yes, the splattering sounds were, were amazing. Uh, <laughs> you guys have never seen that episode of Family Guy, apparently. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. I love it. All right. So let's go back. 122,000 materials. Bubba, as an Ops 60 player, can you take a look at your ship component uh, pack? Can you tell me how much G5 Uncommon Gas, as an Ops 60 how much G5 Uncommon Gas comes in your best pack? Maybe it's a research pack. No, maybe maybe no, it's, it's the Explorer pack. pack. Okay. How much G5 Uncommon pack. Gas got, comes in $100 pack? I got, I got to scroll for a little bit here. Okay. G5 Uncommon Gas, uh, I get 8,317. <laughs> 8,517 is what you said? 317. Oh, uh, 8,317. 8, Let's see. JB needed a hundred and twenty-two point two thousand. So, so let's see here. One hundred and twenty-two two seven divided by eighty-three fifteen. Oh, JB, you freaking cheapskate! That component was only going to cost you fourteen hundred dollars. The heck is wrong with you, baby? Big whiny baby. $1,400 for a singular ship component. Now, $600 later, Bubba Joe, $600 later, he gets that cost reduced by 98,000 materials. Gets it down to 24,500, meaning now it's still... $300 for that singular component after he spent the $600 on the prime. On the other hand, this will now forever be the investment that we'll keep on giving. All right. Maybe it's still bad, Bubba. It's still $300 for the next component, but it's not $1,400 anymore. Further, that $600 that he spent will give him those reductions on any and all components for any and all ships. I might add, including any specialty ship that comes along the way that requires traditional resources and materials. So he spent $600 for his wristband, Bubba Joe. And now the, the 14 tickets to ride the Ferris wheel just turned into three tickets, okay, to use a very odd and disturbing analogy. So it does provide the financial return, but you, you still, you still, it's still not right, is it, Bubba? But it's certainly a step in the no. right direction. All no, right? but he's... Um... So, but I, here's the actual kicker, right? Yes, that materials is obviously a big deal, right? As you just showed. It is. That's, that's a lot of packs. But what else is there? 
Um, so, Tritanium mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. It, it caps out, right, at Ops 60 at just over a trillion Tritanium. So you mean to tell me that even at 60, which JB I don't believe is, even at 60, it would cost you $400 in packs to get the Tritanium necessary for that singular component? It would have, and now it is just over a pack. Well, as a matter of fact, the pack that you would buy that hopefully has the the three packs that you'd have to buy that has the materials you need would give you the Tritanium, and that hasn't Correct. always been balanced. Correct. It hasn't now, always Mark been balanced. Now, Mark 7 is a pretty high-level SOM pack. That's not... I mean, that, and, and the reason that it's a pretty high level is, is that material combined with Tritanium costs being a little absurd. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that. that, I think that, that, you know, I, I, for the most part, most of the players that I know um, were stopping at tier six for that very reason. And I think this opens up a number of uh, levels. Now, of course, there are the Uber whales who have much higher tiers and have higher tiers of epics, which are even another cost entirely. But the general idea was that it was vastly too expensive to upgrade your rare ships past tier six for that reason, for these reasons. Um, And this makes it far more manageable. Um, Unfortunately, you have to pay for it, right? But it does make it much, much more manageable. And, uh, you know, I've always, just uh, as a side note, for me personally, like if I can spend a pack and do something, I would I would do that. But I always had a hard time going, well, I only have to buy three packs to do this one thing. Yeah. It's like, I, that feels bad to me, right? I want to see appreciable growth. I want to complete this building. I want to complete this research. I want to complete not just an upgrade i'd like to do two or three upgrades but if it's if it's greater than one pack per then it just feels bad to me and i always struggled with doing that it's the same reason i don't have the cloaks for my top ships yeah i don't i can't justify something that i don't that i can't get with one pack so now again i am a spender so i approach this differently than free to play but that's to me it feels bad if i cannot make this meaningful progression based on that. And I think that whether that's, uh, you know, you're looking at packs or you're looking at, I spent an entire month doing X, Y, and Z, saving up my ore, and I still got three more months to go before I can do this building or this upgrade. That feels bad. And that's something that I think that Scopely has lost track of, of how do the players feel about their progression based on what they're able to achieve, whether they're paying or they're not. And it's something that I think that there needs to be somebody who isn't a designer, who isn't Billy, who isn't, uh, you know, uh, Echo or Beck, somebody that's only responsibility is player experience and talking to the players and see how they feel about their progression based on what they're able to achieve, either from purchasing packs or from one month or one month, how they feel about their progression from one month of engaging in the game. You'd all fill out the survey? I think somebody <laughs> needs to look at that survey that isn't Billy. Fair enough. I want to come back to a comment um, before we jump back on our, our itinerary uh, during the commercial break. Uh, Denzel from European 140 says, well, um, actually, I'm sorry. It was uh, it was uh, Gregson 
on European 133. Sorry, shout out, Denzel. Uh, McGregson on European 133 says, this show sounds like a buy the prime show. Uh, another big cash grab opportunity for Scopely, and many will buy it anyway. Just wait for the next ARC Prime. So a couple of things. One, I, I if you wanted the don't buy the Prime show, that was the last one. <laughs> All right? That was the last one, Gregson. Because, again, I responded to it emotionally the exact same way a lot of you guys are. But I did force myself to sit down and look at the math. Okay, you can say what you want about the intent or about what it does to free to play or what it does to the economy, this or that. If you really want to get super basic about it, Bubba, this is absolutely no different than the first time they sold reputation. It was shocking. It was game impacting on a substantial level. You guys tripped over yourselves to buy it, right? And here we are again. Well, I think I think I actually disagree with that. I think that selling reputation involved a so if you take the oops out of the reputation packs, so exclude that. Mm-hmm. I think that selling reputation advanced you where you were. It advanced you, you know, days, maybe a week. It wasn't years of grinding, right? And so. People looked at that and said, oh, they could just buy whatever they want now. It's Rep was the last true barrier of grinders. And yeah. that wasn't the case. Like, they have not. Uh, the, in fact, when they have reoffered it, it has had the same limits. So if you've already purchased it, you cannot purchase it again. So I, I think this is more akin to Battleship Strike Team coming out and turning PvP on its head and the other ship types not having anything that they can do to counteract it. I think that is what this is more akin to in terms of game affecting, in terms of this changes the math of the game. And what ba- and Battleship Strike Team and then eventually all of Strike Team did was, if you're not running Strike Team, you are losing, right? If you are fighting against the triangle or you are fighting, trying to fight Strike Team with non-Strike Team, the odds of you winning go significantly down. And so what this is, is if you are trying to upgrade your ships and you trying to compete ship tier for ship tier with each player, you are spending significantly more resources and materials without these primes than with. And, you know, the rep thing, I get it. It was very visceral, but when you looked at it, it wasn't actually game-breaking other than the G3 and G4 players that could get like halfway to a billion lock accidentally. That yeah. was an accident. You take that away and the those packs weren't actually bad. Um, so this is definitely something that is more game changing. And, and um, I think that this is necessary to make these environments more playable, like trying to upgrade G4 ships through the parts wall, trying to upgrade G5 ships through the Tritanium wall was just complete nonsense. And so I I think that these were necessary adjustments to the game. Do I think they should have happened for free? Yes, but they needed to happen. Agreed. And, uh, and, and I guess where I want to transition right here is to, to come back and talk about what players 
are going to benefit the most. The target of this, it's easy to say it's everybody. When you're talking about materials for ship components, it's easy to say everybody. I mean, JB is nearing the last ships that he'll ever build, but still we're seeing substantial and massive quote-unquote cash savings. And, and again, he's not a free-to-play. So, uh, oh, and Greg, coming back to your comment, it, it's, it's not, in shorts, it's not necessarily any kind of drinking the Kool-Aid. It's recognizing what this does. Yes, I did explode on it because I'm kind of with Anders. I don't like that it's here in, in its current form, okay? But I did promise myself, as I did to Trader and Bubba, that we would do some math. We would do this analytically. And uh, listen, analytically, you guys can see the data. There is 0% chance that this is not good for you in some form or fashion. Now, whether or not you want to pay for it is a completely different conversation. And I kind of feel that Stevens and Bubba are probably agreeing with each other. Captain Andrew Stevens says, I don't know that this is necessarily in its current form for the better. People have to buy it if you buy packs at all. And I kind of agree with that, Bubba. When we talk about new research, we talk about always hit the efficiency stuff first. Because why would you waste it? Right? Well, let's – so hang on. So let's let's go down the path of what I was saying before the break. Okay? And I want to get his opinion because he's been very vocal that he does not like this. So, Anders, if they had just quantum shifted all costs by these prime numbers for free, would you have liked it or disliked it? I would have been much better with that. I, I know what his answer is going to be. I do know what his answer is going to be, and it's for a different reason. It would have been better, and I thank you, Stevens. He says it would have been better than it is now, but I, I sense a butt coming on. There is still a, a sentimental or a perception or a, an even a customer. Uh, again, it's like buying a product, and the next day it goes on sale 50% off. You're kind of pissed, right? I get that, okay? I get that. Um, but at least – you know, and he is saying it would be better in its current form. Now, Bubba, let me come back. We've already talked about what the objective and mathematical benefits of this research are. They are undeniable. They are factual. And they are never-ending. That's what makes it so ridiculous. The income or, or, or the, for you, the income savings potential is virtually unlimited as a player at, say, Ops 41 or 45. Okay? So, Bubba, with regards to resource and material prime, talk to me about your target audience. I think that resource and material prime is most effective for G5 players. Really? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I know why. You want to get into this now? We can. Sure. Okay. Sure. Bubba Joe says that. See, I would have said 41 plus because materials are a massive problem. Parts, which we are going to talk about, but listen, materials are still a problem. I would have said so, 41 plus. However, hang on, hang on, hang on, Bubba. Okay. All right. Go ahead. As we just saw from JB's screenshot, it clearly 
is a problem that only escalates. All right, it it's a problem that only escalates as you progress into G five. However, we have discussed over the last two years a mechanic that does exist for G four players that is still recommended today, literally on a daily basis. You should never, ever, ever, ever have your scrapyard empty. Why, Bubba Joe? Because uh, because that's how you the best way to get G four parts. That was the best way and G four materials. G four materials like you you could scrap to fuel your buildings and your research. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. However, however, G5 players were noticeably missing that mechanic because the extreme cost of parts and materials were prohibitive towards being able to get something with any degree of regularity into the scrapper. Bubba Joe, you say that G5 players could be the biggest winners with this new resource and material prime. Can you now explain why? So the bottleneck for G5 players is typically titanium and secondarily materials. And the reason is, is that, again, for G5 players who are currently in G5, which is spenders, which is an entirely different discussion for what free-to-play is going to look like, but the players that are in G5 now are typically spenders, and they are bottlenecked. They are often buying ship packs to get enough materials to do the upgrades they need for their researches and buildings. And when you do that, what do you have left over? Parts. So I have hundreds of thousands of G5 parts and nowhere near enough titanium or materials to put into my ships. Okay? So... For G5, we'll definitely get the biggest bonus from the materials and resources efficiency. Um, now, they will obviously get some benefit to parts. That obviously will happen. But not nearly as much as your G4 players who are almost entirely bottlenecked by parts. So we're looking at these two primes and wondering why they were separated or why they were conjoined even with resources and uh, materials in the same research, and it does appear that they could have had a separate audience. Now, the G4 players are going to think, Bubba Joe, they're going to think that resource and material is the one that they need, or they're going to feel like they got to do both. So, if you ask me, is G4 is your typical G4 player going to get a benefit from the resource and material? Yeah, of course. The answer is going to be yes. Yes. Because we just talked about the auger example, right? Yes. And we talked about how, as a G4 player, you should be building and scrapping G3 ships, right, to make make your economy in G4 feel much, much better, Mm -hmm. right? So this will help that as well. So that helps the entirety of the loop. But what we've shown time and again is that your typical G4 player, if they are engaging in scrapping – is really only limited to upgrading their ships 
on because of the lack of parts. parts. It's not tritanium, and it's not it's not materials. Now, you got it. Does it get easier with tritanium and uh, materials efficiency? Sure, but you're still going to be limited by parts. Absolutely. So, on top of the obvious. On top of the obvious example that JB just shared, on top of the obvious analytics that Bubba and Trader have both done on these and the impacts that they're going to have on their ships, let's look at secondary effects, okay? For a G5 player who has never had the scrapping mechanic for their generation, Bubba, do you, can anybody, maybe Spox.club could do this for us really quick, what is now the total cost of investment for, say, a G4 Uncommon? And being able to get it into the scrapper to provide G5 materials and parts. Well, so someone has asked this in the chat a couple of times, and I'm, I have not been prepared to uh, comment on that because I have not looked at it. However, the returns on scrapping g4 ships are god-awful it's nowhere close to the material boost that g5 would need like it is significant so if you look at what you're getting in g4 materials from a g3 ship that you scrap and you say well if i got something like that sort of return in g4 maybe i would do it well not only do you not get that sort of return it is significantly worse and then, of course, we've talked about how G4 is much worse than 3 and 5 is much worse than 4 in terms of just the raw numbers of things. So I, uh, so here you go. Here's an example that oh, Rathborn just put in there. So That's terrible. Right? It, if, you look at those, if you look at those materials, right, you can get, uh, look at this, from scrapping of Max Valdor, you can get 810 Uncommon Refined Ore. Look out, DJ. 810. G5 Uncommon. So these numbers... Okay. All right, Bubba. I'm going to call it. Somebody in the chat asked me to predict my next three multi-level primes. I already told you that building uh, uh, resources and materials was going to come. Research, uh, research materials and resources are going to come. And uh, now we're going to see... We're going to see one for scrapping. <laughs> Clearly. All right, because because again, it would really actually be nice for Scopely just to fix this effed up design. But in all likelihood, they would probably prefer to sell it first. Yeah, um, so I, I, I don't suspect, based on things I've been told, that they are going to adjust the rewards of G4 ships. That's my suspicion. I and, could be wrong. Well, I know that they've never really been super happy with how the G4 players have used the scrapping mechanic. Like that that was you don't you don't want to know why parts are the bottleneck. Parts are the bottleneck because I believe that ultimately they feel like they sourced us too many materials too quickly. It was supposed to be balanced. Bottle, parts should not have been a bottleneck. We should have felt parts and materials equally. You know what I'm saying? But because of the scrapping mechanic, it it became imbalanced. So, uh, yeah, Kirk, you got it. That's a problem. That's the next fix that we're going to sell. All right. <laughs> it's exactly so right. I, 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 
what I have seen people say is, well, I can net Tritanium from scrapping a G4 ship. And you might be able to do something like that. I have not looked at it closely enough to know if that's actually a real thing. Um, and maybe there's a return before you get to the rare parts that you can actually explore for G4 in terms of boosting your Tritanium. Maybe. That's a big if, in my opinion. So, um, but I think that there's, you know, G4 scrapping is still just such a crapshoot that it's difficult for me to think that there's going to be any sort of return unless you just have um, infinity um, uh, parts. So, um, and and nobody, as far as I'm aware, like Andrews was even saying, like, I buy a lot and I don't have all the, the rare parts needed to max those ships. So, I, I definitely don't think maxing them, and typically, as you've seen in the past, like with the G3 ships, same with the G4, if you're not maxing them, your return is significantly worse. So um, it's an interesting discussion point, but I don't think it changes that. But it does change, right? It does help you. If, you are, if you've done, if you're in G4 land and you're like, well, I heard Bubba Joe say that I should go parts, but I'm going to go ahead and go materials too because I'd like to be even more efficient with my materials. That does help the scrapping loop because you're spending less G3 materials, which means you can build more of those ships to keep your refinery fueled and running and not ever have to take a break because you ran out of G3 because that does happen to your typical G4 player. So um, so yeah. I definitely think it, it I'm helps. I'm out of G3 Uncommon Crystal right now. No lie. I have none. So that, that happens because that's I've been, yep. I'm, I need – interceptor right so i've been doing d3s like crazy it costs crystal but i need interceptor parts for my pylum so yeah i am literally out of g3 uncommon crystal like that is a real thing so i do agree that efficient ship engineering probably does have the most profound impact for g5 but absolutely g4 and even g3 bubba let's spend not as much time and but but be more concise <laughs> on prime efficient ship parts the yes. same mechanics apply guys if you're 40 and down uh you could spend the sum of approximately a hundred dollars and get a 90 percent return if you're 41 plus a not a 100 investment gets you to 140 percent and then it is 100 percent thereafter maxing out at 700 percent now this is not the one uh, the the materials and resources not the one that got that got some people including myself salty what got people salty was this one parts okay increasing the efficiency of explorer interceptor battleship and survey parts for all ships because less than 60 days ago in the export store you got g4 prime parts cost $100 for 50% and G5 prime parts cost, which were segregated, Bubba Joe, another $100 for 50%. All right. Now, here's where I wanted to spend a minute and do some actual analytical math to see, because it has been alleged to me, Bubba Joe, it's been alleged to me that the first five levels of this prime are more potent than the later levels, as in level five of this prime from start to finish gives you more net benefit than the subsequent tiers, 
which was done allegedly to to kind of compensate or adjust for the fact that you just did a 50% prime. For the record, this is not from anybody at Scopely. This is a conversation I had with a player that said, hey, listen, I know they just sold 50%, but did you look? Level 5 is 140%, meaning that it's kind of it's kind of making up for the lack of the previous prime. All right, now, Bubba, I don't know how, I don't know if you agree with that mentality or not, but this player alleges that buying this prime essentially ends up being a prime and a half at level five to provide additional value or make good on the fact that players just bought G4 and G5 primes less than 60 days ago. Now, I was on the same boat, Captain Planet. I said, well, it invalidates the previous one. And to a certain degree, I still maintain that I'm right. Okay? If I only had $100 to spend, which one would I would would I have spent it on? I would have spent it on this one. Right? Not the other one, but this one. So, I... From, a, from an emotional standpoint, I agree with you, Planet, that if I was going to spend $100, I would have much rather it been on this one. Because even if I did spend the $100, which I spent two, Bubba, makes it even worse. I spent $200 on the last one. I bought the G4 and the G5. So I spent $200 for 50%, where $100 gets me 140% now. Now, I don't know that there's a lot of denying that math. I know that that player was trying to say that there's probably a little bit of extra added value, and I did do the math, Bubba Joe. The jump in effectiveness from this prime, from level 1 to level 5, is actually net higher than it is from going from 5 to 6, 6 to 7, 7 to 8, 8 to 9, and 9 to 10. And you can see it in the bonuses. Level 5 is 140, but level 6 only goes up 100 to 240. Level 7 also only goes up 100. And even then, level 8 goes up 110. Finally, level 9 goes up 125, and then you get your big jump at 125 going to level 10. But Bubba Joe, the, 140, almost as if. the 140 is the largest jump. It's almost as if the person who created this prime didn't know the one last month existed. <laughs> um, I guess that's possible. I'm certainly not going to allege that. And, and let me, again, for the record, say that the opinion, that, that the possible scenario that was presented to me was not from anybody at Scopely. They've been very quiet about this, probably not super happy with me, given my reaction to certain things. I actually told him, I said, I don't know why you guys are grumpy at me. If I can just go off on a tangent for 60 seconds. I don't know why you guys are grumpy at me. So what? I've got sticker shock at a $600 prime. Who doesn't? All right. A. B, on the last show, I was actually super complimentary of the EMH heroic super solo milestone. I said, before you drill down and, and get grumpy about this, go to the first hour of the show where I was literally kissing your boots. And then the last 20, 30 minutes of the show when the Ark Runner got love and snuggles from me. So 
in the grand scheme of things, Bubba, if I'm grumpy about a $600 pay-only piece of content that has no grinder's path and really is deserved for free by this community, I feel like that's still probably, like, not the most negative show I've ever done in my life. <laughs> to be fair. That being said, I don't have communication from Scopely on these primes as compared to the G4 and G5 primes. And I do see that level 5 is a larger jump in bonus than any of these subsequent levels. Levels, But I am more inclined to agree with Bubba Joe. This is just two people had the same idea and nobody bothered to pick up a telephone because that's what people still do today they pick up a telephone and they turn and they they rotary dial the number i i don't think anyone on the show gets that reference sir no it's really hard to text with one of those car can i love it thank you all right fine nobody bothered to send a fax over to the other office and getting closer all right, fine, Jamie. Christmas. We'll go full on out and say that the person on Team May apparently missed the page from the person on Team March. Okay. Okay. Well, that's actually relevant because pagers still exist. Okay. Thank you. Whew. All right. I was listen. I was trying to to demonstrate the most archaic form of communication possible because clearly that's what they use. <laughs> All right. That's right. Team March was communicating with Team May using smoke signals from a, from opposite sides of the Grand Canyon. But they did build in redundancy. Just in case it was a cloudy day, they also had pigeons. Is this like Harry Potter? You have owl mail? They, they, that's right. They had owls. Okay. Okay. The... I think that Bubba is probably more on to something than anybody else because I went back. I, I did have somebody tell me, again, not a Scopely employee, somebody tell me, like, woof, you were a little bit spicy on the last show. I said, again, I was very positive in the first segment, very positive in the third segment. Second segment, yeah, kind of miffed me off because of these two primes. Okay? They, he said, you called them dumb. <laughs> I said, I know. I know I did. He said, you literally said that the individual, the person responsible for this decision was dumb. He's like, and now you wonder why they're not talking to you. I get it. I get it. It probably wasn't a person, Bubba Joe. I mean, sure, there might have been a person for here in May, but there was also a person in March, and they just happened to have never met or spoken or emailed or faxed or delivered um, Morse code Well, or maybe, had an owl. Maybe, maybe, maybe Dunzel should have uh, brought down some stone tablets to distribute to the team to let them know what was happening. I'm telling you, listen, if you put all it, 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 okay. Have you ever been into an elementary school and you walk in and the teachers all got their mailboxes, right? 
Like, this is a very archaic way of delivering stuff. But, like, you walk into the main principal's office, and, like, right there, the, the, the grids, right? The boxes for all the teachers. You guys know what I'm talking about? You walk in, and, like, there's the, all the shelves or whatever with, the, like, the, the mailbox things for all the teachers. Okay? Scopely, do that. Do that. And that is where you keep the jar of M&Ms. Okay? Put the jar of M&Ms right next to the only place in the building where you can receive communications, and I bet it works. Like, when we were there, Bubba, how many different places were there to find coffee mugs? Why do you think I was able to steal so many of them effectively? They were everywhere! (laughs) Okay? They were everywhere! You didn't steal. You thought they were free. Oh, gratis. I, I like, did. I actually, honest, honest to God, I did think that they were, they were, you know, there for courtesy. <laughs> or, you know, that the, the employees there know that they're not supposed to be taken, and therefore they would think that the guests would respect their rules and therefore not take them as well. Unless and there's also, a, there's a need cup, to have security for the coffee mugs. Security didn't chase me over the coffee mugs. It was Captain America's shield that they chased me over. Okay, in all fairness. Uh, that <laughs> coming, you got past security. You beat that. I market. did get past security. That yeah. being whatever. Circling back, Bubba. All right, and and obviously you're the one who went here. I know. Obviously, <laughs> I, I am kind of joking about you know the central communication thing and everything. And I'm not. I'm certainly not recommending that that they get rid of all their drink stations okay but but honestly like this is just simply a communication issue but nonetheless it is now here so what are you gonna do i still think that there's action that needs to be taken and even when i calm down from the emotional outburst that i had monday night i am still upset about it i'm still grumpy about it i'm still angry about it because this, it, it, I, I have to be with Captain Planet. It's a straight-up nullification for 25% of the price. I paid $200, Bubba, for 50% on you know combined for G4 and G5. Yep. And now $100 can get me 140% for both G4 and G5. I mean, it, it's more than 25%, Bubba. It's triple the benefit for half the price. That's a factor of six. So what's that math? 16%, 17%? Now, air, that's a dangerous path. That's what Bubba Joe was talking about a year ago. Scopely finally heard the community when we were talking about more efficiencies or scaling efficiencies. Now we have them and we're still complaining. I am not. No, so this is not. not, Hang on. This is not what I've I've specifically been talking about for scaling efficiencies. What I have asked for repeatedly is efficiencies that change over time, not efficiencies that you have to reinvest in over time. Specifically, if you look to the territory abilities, that if you are ops 30 to 39, they are X percentage. And if you are ops 40 to 50, they are Y percentage. And if you are ops 51 to 60, they are Z percentage. Like the way syndicate buffs change. Exactly. Exactly like the way syndicate buffs change. That's what I'm saying by scaling. This is not that. 
This is not that. This is you when you go up in level, you can do more research. This is just like other researches researchers that have multi levels and have level locks. This and, is just like that. And and I wanna I wanna I wanna whale tail on that for a second and say I don't even need to be as picky as Bubba. Okay? Because this is a paid prime with no grinders path or free to play path is fundamentally where my biggest complaint comes from. I wouldn't care. If I paid $100 twice for the primes that we got last month, I would not care. I don't think. Eh, Probably. I might. I don't think I would care if this research came out and was free to play. If this was a normal research node that still cost hundreds of millions of dilithium and and a bunch of crystal ore and gas or you know or isogen blah blah i mean if this were normal research i'd be totally fine tilly has my biggest gripe it's paywall so no they chose to put this out in a paid form and i listen at the end of the day i do understand why i don't blame them they're making bank people are buying these Hand over fist. So cool. I'm glad that they're making money. And, and you know what? Let me also just say, if they had come out, or if they do come out and say, there will be a grinder's path, there will be native acquisition, there will be an opportunity for everyone to eventually experience these savings as a part of our G4 and G5 economy scaling. If they do that, I instantly back off. And by the way, Solid Shadow, I don't care if it's over two years. I do not care, Spectre, if it's free to play in 2026. I even said on the last show, and and by the way, I didn't vet this math, but I'm going to own my comments, Bubba. I said, one free level of the prime every three months, which would take 40 months. That's three years and four months would take 40 months to max these things out. And again, I remind you, a lot of people can't even max them. A lot of people aren't at the ops level to max them. But let me ask, if you were guaranteed to do this free to play over 40 months, or rather, however long it would take you to hit your ops lock, then it would still be scaled over a long period of time. There would be light at the end of the tunnel, and you would be able to pay to make it faster. Which, at the end of the so, day, is my big my big mantra. Take the ops lock out of it, DJ, right? Because whatever you have, the maximum number of particles is when you have the particles. Whether or not you can do the research or not is irrelevant. If you have earned the number of particles you need in four years is irrelevant to whether you can actually complete the research. I I would be fine with that. I'm not opposed to an ops lock at that point because, again, does uh, a, a level 39 need a 700% efficiency? Okay. No, no, no. The research isn't going to change to remove the ops gates. What I'm saying is if the timer is four years to get enough particles to complete both of those primes, the timer is four years, whether or not you are ops 56 at the time, right, at the end of that four years, right? The timer is still four years for everyone if, based oh, yeah, on yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. That's my point. Give, give a free level of this every two months, 
and and 40 years from now, you've got enough stuff to do it, but I'd be willing to bet there's a lot of people out there that four years from now still won't be Ops 56. So, again, like so, you're, your own, you're your own barrier at that point. You know? So there is a slight problem with that. Okay. So if you're saying three months per level, that means for the first three months you're getting less than a particle a day. Well, I yes, but I also kind of recognize the fact that it that it would obviously have to move a little bit quicker up front because of the way they built it. However, on the other hand, they that I it solved the same way that you solved your problem. Do a bundle for the daily redemption that is based on the current tier of your research. So take, you know, if if it's less than one particle, what is it to unlock this first one? It's no, it's 60 particles. So let's say it's two months. Fine. Let's go two months, Bubba Joe. One free particle a day. Easy math. And again, there's 20 levels of total research. So I, I think I said, I think on this show the other day, I did say one every three months. I'm going to back it off and say one every two months. That would be 40 months uh, because there's 10 levels of research per prime, 20 total levels multiplied by two months each. That's 40 months. And there you go. The math is easy. So, Captain Planet, 10 per day is the first level for free in a week. I think you're being unrealistic. Yeah, I don't like that one. But it could eventually be 10 per day, Captain Planet, because this first level would be one per day because it only takes 60. All right, let's look at level two. Level two takes 240. So, at that point, then, that's going to be what, Bubba Joe? 20... Uh, no, let's see if we're going to do that divided by 60, that's 40 a day. Okay. So, and you can solve that by level dependent bundles that are written for this. All right. Sorry, four, not 40, so, but four. Okay. How do you write the bundles? Do you write it for both? Do you write it for one? Cause they share the particle. So the point you get the 40 per day, that almost completes the first level of one of the primes, <laughs> even though the other prime is up at level five. Oh God. I'm telling you, DJ, this is not a simple resolution. No. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think now, you're right. having said that, I do believe that because this is their solution, or at least the only solution they've ever put forward to try and resolve the two major roadblocks within G4 and G5, this has to have a free-to-play sourcing at some point. I'm not saying they should start giving out the primes, full levels of these primes next month, because that's going to completely, just like the people that invested in the Borg primes last month feel like they've been invalidated this month, if you start giving it out free to play, the people that purchased it this month will feel invalidated next month. You have to, there has to be an incentive to spend, right? Otherwise, no one spends. However, there also has to be a way for players to engage in the content they have achieved through the play style that they engage in. And because they've refused to make an overarching change to the fundamental flaws of these two drastically different environments, they're going to have to figure out a way to source this specific answer. Now, Cruzito, I don't necessarily disagree with you on a today point, but I 1,000% disagree with you on a time-based point. I do believe that given enough time, 
every single item in this game should be available for grind. Everything. I do believe in premium access. I do believe in early access. I do believe in people getting the access or the value ahead of schedule because they paid. However, the fact that we are four and a half years into this game and don't have the $5 second research or second builder available free to play yet is absolutely absurd. I try to remind them of that somewhat frequently here over the last, I don't know, six to 12 months. Like, it's just not a priority. It's like it's a, a piece of content that they just forget about, even though their own people have acknowledged that at some point, not in any specific time frame, but at some point, their own people have acknowledged that everything should be available after enough time has elapsed for these spenders to have observed their value. Now, Cruzito, I, I agree with you. He says it's only been two days since they launched, and as usual, we're going nuts. We don't know what's coming, and that's all fair. And in fairness, to rebuttal you, sir, I said, if Scopely comes out and says exactly what I'm expecting to hear, then I will sit down, take it all back, and sing its praises. But there is a caveat. There is a, a requirement that comes with that. There is a prerequisite to my praise. And that prerequisite is a grinder's path. Okay? If it comes, great. I will praise it. And I've told them as such. Functionally, in the game, these are amazing. And if you choose to spend on them, I am very happy for you. I am thrilled to death of what it's going to save you. But now, Kirk says, why make it free when people pay? Because of exactly what Cruzito said. This is the first couple of days. They're going to let everyone buy on it. They're going to let everyone, just like Bubba said, have a couple of months. And, and hopefully, not two years later, they're going to introduce a path to this. There has to be the premium access, the spender's access. And it will be, hopefully... Six months or less, Bubba Joe. That's usually my personal time frame on, on a prime. I think should be around six months. Before the grinder's path is introduced, but the grinder's path doesn't also mean that it has to be sourced right away either. Look at territory prime particles. You had to be ops level 40 before you could even start earning them. So I'm not necessarily against that. But I will tell you, G4, Bubba Joe identified G5 as the biggest winners with efficient ship engineering. G4 is going to think, Bubba Joe, oh, well, I'm still a pretty daggone big winner. And you are. That will help you. But it's not going to help you as much as the ship parts prime. You, G4 players, are the destination audience for that one because again g5 is not necessarily struggling with as many parts g4 typically i mean does want more materials does need more materials bubba joe 
but the largest bottleneck are parts. So, Bubba, I would hypothesize that your conclusion is going to be that the primary target for prime efficient ship parts is indeed the G4 audience. Correct. Correct. For the record, the potency on the ship parts bonuses, even at level four, as compared to the number of packs uh, or parts that come in a pack, it's even more potent than the materials one. Do you want to do an example super quick, Bubba Joe, before we go? I think we should just go. <laughs> I was literally ready to make an example out of it. Um, go for it. Knock yourself out. <laughs> All right. Uh, going to my pylum. Sorry. I, I, I was completely prepared for Bubba Joe to say, yeah, show me what you got. All right. My pylum is <laughs> – that's so funny. My pylum is tier eight. I am looking at a Mark Nine component. All right. I'm tier eight. I'm looking at the Mark Nine Photon Torpedo. It's a kinetic weapon. All right. Um, currently, <clears throat> the number of uncommon interceptor parts that uh, the base requires is 76,960. It currently costs me 29,600, which means, Bubba Joe, I'm already getting. Crap, I did this math backwards again. If I divide the 29.6 by 76.960, that's 38%. How do I do the rest of it? <laughs> Bye-bye. Sorry, I'm distracted. What? 29.6 is what it's costing me. The base is 76.960. I divide one by the other. I got 38.4%. Yep. How do, what do I do one next? One over. One over. So one divided by 38%? Yep. Okay. One divided by 0.3846 is, okay, 260% or 2.6, but I'm minus the one, right? So I've got 160%. Correct. So I got 160%. Don't forget, I'm a well-researched 49 in this example. A well-researched 49. I'm at 160% efficiency for one hundred dollars one hundred dollars i'm going to get a one hundred and forty percent and by the way i'm going to do i'm going to do i am going to do level five on this because again we're talking about g4 players so that would be 41 plus and we're using a pylum all right so everybody in agreement i'm going to use uh where to go i just lost it where the heck did it go? I just lost the prime. Station tree, right? Yes. There it is. Okay, thank you. Um, so, tier or level five, $100, 140%. I've already got 160 in the game. All right? I've already got 160. And for the record, 50 of that came from... The prime last month. So natively, Bubba Joe, I only have 110. I have 110% natively. All right. Now I do, like I said, I've got the 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 G4 prime already, regrettably. So that is 50%. 
But if it was 110% natively, and I'm looking at 140% on this new one for $100, even for me, like, okay, listen, let's pretend that you are in my boat. Let's pretend you are in my boat and you did buy that G4 Prime and you're really angry that you bought the G4 Prime. But even with the G4 Prime, I still need 29,600 uncommon interceptor parts, of which, by the way, I don't have. I'm out. I couldn't do this upgrade if I wanted to, Bubba Joe. I currently only own 19,750 out of the 30,000 that I need. So, I'm going to add 140%. So, now I'm going to take the 76,960, and I'm going to divide by the sum of my bonuses. My bonuses. And just like that, that would take me down, Bubba Joe. Now, granted, do keep in mind, I already have... 50% 50% from the prime that I bought last freaking week. But I needed 29,600. $100 of this new prime will reduce me to 19,240. In my particular case, Bubba Joe, with a today here and now scenario, I have 19750 I need 29600 This $100 prime would bonus me down to 19240 which would actually allow me to do this component today. How many parts is that? It would bring me down to a required 19240 But what's the reduction? Oh, the reduction... 10000 Yeah, Approximately. Uh, reduction is 10000 360. Now, I'm going to go into my interceptor pack. 10,360 is the number of parts that I would save on this specific component. And scrapping a level 26 ship is still not enough to get 10,360 parts. Well, I mean, go look at what your $100 pack is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's take a look at ships and take a look at this is my blueprints pack where's the oh here we go ultra interceptor power pack the number of ship parts i get <laughs> 7020 so the amount of parts that it's saving me on one component the prime was $100 one singular component is actually equal to $150 worth of parts. So so let's just let's just bottom line this, right? If you want to be upset because this pack invalidates something you purchased last month, I get it. If you want to be upset that free to play don't have access to this, I get that too. All of those are completely valid criticisms. If you're upset because you don't think it matters, that's just wrong. You're just you need to sit down and be wrong because you are wrong. this just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. Exactly. <laughs> this does matter and it does if you plan to upgrade whether you're doing upgrading of ships from dailies and other events and you're not planning to buy ship packs, it's still beneficial because every 
you can equate those events to packs, right? You can say, I need to do 10 of these events to equal one pack. Okay, well, now you just saved 10 of those events from this one purchase. These primes are relevant and significant changes. You want to be upset that free-to-play doesn't have it? I get it. I'm with you. You want to be upset that it invalidated a purchase last month? I get it, and I agree with you again. But you cannot be upset that it's not a relevant change because it is a massive change to the economy. And I'm going to add one last comment before we take our final break and get ready to wrap for the night, Bubba Joe, and it is exactly what Anders said earlier. If you are a true free-to-play, then right now this does not matter, okay? Like, if you don't spend money, then it doesn't matter. You're going to grind out whatever it takes for you to grind it out, and you're going to do the upgrades whenever you can because you ground it out, okay? Could you do the upgrades faster if you spent on this Prime? Yes, but that's the point. However, here is my message to anybody who does, in fact, regularly spend on the game. Captain Anders is correct. Do not, do not, do not spend on ships until you have done this efficiency research at a level of which you're comfortable. All right. If you are, just like Aaron said the other day, if you're a $100 a month spender, make a choice. Substitute something. But if you buy packs, these are now very, very near your number one priority if they aren't your number one priority. And again, they're limited in your investment, right? Like we talked about this mechanic kind of with the Borg Mega Cube. You're going to sacrifice... Those that that Borg event store loot for the first run or two, Bubba Joe, because you got to buy in. This is no different. You've got to buy in with this prime. It's just like doing efficiency research in the export tree or in the isogen tree or in the starbase tree or anywhere else. You do the efficiency first so that your later purchases go further. So, and furthermore, in addition to all of that. Again, I'm try. I'm sorry. I'm jumping on your 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 final thoughts here, DJ. When a free to play path facilitates itself, and it will, whatever that is, however that is, and it will, you should prioritize whatever that is because this is relevant. Absolutely agreed. We're going to take our final break. On the other side of the break, Bubba Joe, I really don't want to spend more than fifteen or twenty minutes on here, but there is one. So another hour. No, I really can't. Okay, I really cannot. I've got therapy in 19 minutes. So so I have to go. But there is one final thought, one very quick and final thing that some people find to be an actual con of this research. I'm going to reveal that to you on the other side of the break. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. PVPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PVP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PVPTarget.com can help you get your feet 
done to you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Lens Shafters. In less than an hour, Lens Shafters can make you a really lousy pair of glasses that are way overpriced. Time now for another edition of Have Kids, They Said. I love my kids. I hate all the activities. Mom, can you drive me here? Mom, can you drive me there? Birthday parties, dance, karate. And then there's the actual sports, which of course they can't play just one. Baseball, basketball, football. And it's all practice. Do they even play games anymore? You know, my oldest daughter had nine soccer practices and a normal five-day work week. How is that even possible? And what's worse, these little leeches are at least 11 years away from driving themselves anywhere. But I love them. I really do. But, you know. All right, our next topic on the agenda is the banning of chocolate milk in schools. Representative John Gundermuth from the USDA, you're the first to speak. Banning chocolate milk will help combat childhood obesity. You know before these kids start falling through the floor. All right, next up to speak is Timmy, who is a kindergartner from Michigan. I love chocolate milk because it's yummy. Yes, but it's going to make you fat. You're the one who's fat. I'm not fat. You're going to be the fat one, like Brendan Fraser in The Whale. I like whales. Those are my favorite animals. Solid point, Timmy. This guy's a meanie face, but okay. Can I still have fruit punch? About fruit punch. Do we like fruit I punch? Don't think we did fruit punch? Do we have a stance on fruit punch? Who doesn't like fruit punch? <clears throat> yes, we're fine with fruit punch. Yay, fruit punch! Let's go! Steve sweeps heavily in his house with his mop all ready to go. Cleaning all day with his angry spouse. Yes, he's ready to blow. Are you ready now? Are you ready to dust? Are you getting the lamps in the seats? Dust near the doorway, it's a must. If you want the job complete, yeah. Another one cleans the duster. Another one cleans the duster. And another one does, and another one does. Another one cleans the duster. Hey. You gotta get it done, another one cleans the dust off. I'll be in here. It is. It's a jam. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. Again, thoughts and prayers to the friends, family, and loved ones of one Miss Tina Turner. 
who passed away today at the age of 83 years old. And, uh, yeah, the, the library, the musical library that she has has created is just vast. So, uh, again, uh, just uh, thoughts and prayers and, uh, and thank you for a lifetime of entertainment. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Uh, and uh, good evening to... Bill. I'm sorry, what? Still. Still, still what? The official podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Surprising, right? Uh, who would have thunk it? Uh, but we are still here uh, with 10 minutes, literally 11 minutes, Bubba. That's it, okay? Because I, I ain't being late for Fred, okay? 11 minutes. One con. Well, there, there's been a few cons, okay? One con that we haven't discussed yet, Bubba Joe. One con that hasn't been brought up yet is one that I'm hearing, and every now and then I do hear this uh, throughout the span of the game when there's research that improves efficiency and people talk about things getting cheaper, right? And then they might say, well, it's harder or technically even more expensive with other currencies to be able to complete simple milestones or compete in auctions or this or that. Now, those things are true, okay? Your your tier six pylum component with this prime will score you fewer points in the auction. That is a fact as compared to the tier six pylum component of somebody else. That is factually true. Don't care. I don't care. My materials go farther. I mean, right. guys, that, that means, especially with these levels, okay, maybe not with the previous research, but with these levels, I could probably do daggone near two to one components compared to the other guy. So right. even if my auction score is the same, I actually am getting more account benefit for it. Now, that's not the only thing that needs to be discussed. Yes, part for part or component for component, your auction score may be less. But I can also see some people saying, well, you know, that means I'm going to progress faster, right? And then I'm going to get to a point where I can't spend materials at all faster, which means I won't be competitive. All right, I got a counter for you on that one. Start scrapping more stuff down below. All right, if you're Bubba Joe and you're done with ships, okay, then Bubba, you still scrapping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it on G4. Scrap. Listen, this stuff will work down on G3. Can you imagine Bubba Joe being able to scrap a G3 for less than 1,000 materials? Can somebody tell me what it's going to cost? I'm not. I I just pulled that number out of my butt. Can somebody tell me with these maxed primes what it's going to take to max a level 26 ship? It can't be that much. Uh, so, I mean, there are individual components, even with my efficiency that I have right now, that were still multiple thousands for an epic. Okay. Now, fine. maybe the 26s are less than a Oh, thousand, well, I, yeah, I wasn't talking about the epic. I was talking about the 26s. Oh, okay. The 26s? Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, Retro Hunter says, uh, if I'm doing my math right, it's only about 700 G3 material for me to scrap a, ma- a maxed Mayflower. <laughs> okay that's awesome 
That's freaking awesome. I mean, that's that's printing your own money, folks. That is literally, I mean, it did cost you $600 for the printer, but that's printing your own G4 materials and parts. All right. Ayer says G3 are already cheap. I built seven for the Heroic Doctor SMS. Well, now you could have built 20 for the same price. Here we go, Bubba Joe, to max a legionary. 400. Oh, my God. To ma- okay, so with max research, Bubba, so that would be require ops 56. 461. G3 Uncommon Ore, 145 G3 Uncommon Crystal, 20 G3 Rare Crystal, and 82 G3 Rare Ore to max a 26. And again, I may remind you how much comes out of that Legionary once it's scrapped. I mean, we're talking factored by thousands. So, so my res- so. Blue Mandalorian brings up a point. I don't have a problem with G3 mats. My problem is credits. My response to Blue Mandalorian is start scrapping bigger ships. Agreed. You have the BPs for. Yeah. Start scrapping larger ships. I, I That's actually what I'm doing right now. I'm scrapping an Enterprise because I had enough blueprints to build four. Now, it's not quite as efficient. I agree. But I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't want to spend the credits. So I just built what I had. And I went with it. All right. For others, maybe scrapping is not the right thing, or maybe it could be start scrapping larger ships. Maybe you could potentially start working on going back and picking up some of the other ships that maybe you haven't built before. All right? I mean, I'm not a big fan of that, but that's a possibility. All right, thank you. Hunter Dude says, well, okay, DJ. Okay, I might be able to max a ship faster and cheaper because of the materials, but now I'm going to spend more latinum. Now I'm going to spend more latinum on speed-ups for research and all this other stuff. Okay, that's also a fair point. You will spend more latinum for speed-ups, for the extra researches and the extra ship components that, that you're going to end up doing with all the extra materials that you now own. But again, if you're a G5 player, are you holding less than 50 million latinum? 10 million? 100 million? Not less than 10 million. Probably less than 50. Not less than 10. Okay. So, DJ, I have a question. And actually, I I PM'd Bubba this question. And I totally understand that, you know, you're doing 10 different things. Um, But the G3 common ships, the Horizon, the Kumari, etc. When you scrap those, you get back G3. Is, are these researches at some point, giving you more back than what you put into those ships. We would uh, we would need the Spox.club analyst who's currently in our chat to be able to do a side-by-side, a cost of a Horizon or a Kumari as compared to the scrap of a Kumari. The reason that I've never really been a big fan of that is simply because I like scrapping for the next generation. However, I do see what you're saying. If, it is, if it's like a CD, right, I'm going to invest 100 G3 materials, but then I scrap and I can get 150 back out. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm cool with something like that. So, here, I'm uh, so, Horizon. Additionally, 
it was already true that you could get more ore out of a vaclus, which again, ore is the secondary material of a vaclus, but you got more ore out of a vaclus than you put into it. So I know you could generate ore that way. My guess is that these researches are going to allow something like that to happen or get very, very close to happen. So with Akira, it does not look like it's going to happen. You're still putting 1,300 crystal in, getting 600 back out. So that will not work on Akira, uh, putts, unless this is an old sheet. Grungandola, is this a new sheet or is this an old sheet? All right, I'm, I'm curious as to uh, the age of gotta this. Got to go, DJ. Yes, I got I, – oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got I to gotta go. All right, guys, I, I do want to thank you. It's been a very enlightening show, and I do understand that it's polarizing. This has probably been the most amount of time that we have ever dedicated to a paid pack purchase. All right, I acknowledge that. I understand that free-to-play are probably very upset at me right now, but it deserved and needed this kind of analytical breakdown because of how game-impacting it is. All right, and, and listen, you might be free to play, but you got birthdays, you got Christmas sometimes, or, you know, you got different holiday periods where somebody might get you a gift card. I saw somebody in the channel room be like, you know, I do, I play, I watch ads on this other platform and I get free Google cards. That's fine. When you get that, what is it in the game that you want to spend that $100 on? And I kind of feel like this is very quickly approaching the top. All right, very, very quickly. So it deserved that kind of breakdown. It's that game impacting. I'm sorry that you feel like it was a paid whale show, but these analytics are real and the impacts cannot be ignored. My name is Ultimate DJs. I want to thank all of you and visit uh, and ask you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com where you can find links to our Twitch where we'll hopefully maybe be tomorrow night if, I, if I've got it in me um, and where we'll have our show up. We got YouTube and we got our merch store. Bubba Joe would appreciate it if you would go and buy his T-shirts in support of him always being right. You can also find our gold Patreon uh, link where we've been putting a little bit more content up there here lately. That link is at our website as well. And for the low, low price of $5 a month, you can turn your name gold. For $10 or more, you will get your name red like I'm going to do right here, right now, because I do actually have two minutes left. So I'd like to say thank you to Lord Neelix, Lady Cast, Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, J. Berg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobotted Hunter, Tagore, Grisita, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Ape, D. Jigger, MC101, Late Under, Light, Louis P. Zalvinar, Zinfried, Peffy, Stormbringer, Mills Mafia, Bayonetta, Grogthorn, Archangel, Smoke Mohawk, Happy Kitty, Jet Smurf, uh, Jet Smurf, Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, <laughs> Jason, Captain Jack, Vanium, Scorpionus, Archer, Arian, Captain Oblivious, and Hani, Steve, Ranksnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJs, as Tal's BFF, Chronic Break, Wet Willie, Joe, Canine Tooth, Darth Adama, Surtail, General Chaos, Warren, A Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, Cam Q, Garrett, Game Junior, Emor, In Water, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hog, Looser, Kendall, G DJs, Loves, Tiered Primes. Thank you, IJ. Uh, Technic, 7 of 9, Jagged, Nebigo, Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, Clueless, Once, Gizoido, Likes, Bath, Welch, Kievo, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, The Web, D Chessy, Nom Nom Primal, Fear, Medic 213, J Babes, Dark Knight, Hypnofly, Strata Blaster, Pixelate, Lost in JT10, Spectre, Yukon, Nico, Diva Dorsal, Oscar 90, McLovin, DJ Screams, My Name, Jazzmeister, Shoopster, TNT Assassin, Sam, and D Lyle. Thank you for supporting Talking Track at a level of $10 or more per month. A registered trademark being recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am Ultimate DJs for Star Trek League Command's official podcast. 
Sam Meow for now. Love you, mean it. Catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody. Peace.